Balling. Whoops, I forgot that interrupted it. <laughs> Should I start over? <laughs> is that it? Is, is, is that it cuts it off. <laughs> I had to interrupt it. <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> Hello and welcome to show 105, I think, <laughs> of the Veteran Gamers podcast. Yeah, uh, crazy. Um, 105 of these shit, you think we get the egg of it right there? I know, yeah. But you know, that's the charm. That's... Sound work. <laughs> the, the charm is that we're shit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, but like shit in a funny way, maybe. Uh, <laughs> so that's kind of good. Right, hello and welcome. Atomic number of Hanium, also known as Dubnium. Dub, yeah. So there you what, go. What, what, do you, what is that even? Is it some sort of weird metal or something? Uh, I as well. It is a chemical element uh, named after the town of Dubna in Russia, where it was first produced. It is a synthetic element and radioactive. Can you have man-made elements? Stable known isotope. Huh. That's an interesting one. Didn't know you could have man-made elements. Well, anyway, I, wow, we really know how to drop this podcast. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, Jeez, man. talking about bloody chemical elements. Okay. Well, that's what people want to hear about. What? Oh, yeah. pure- Table element is 105. I want. Let me look at my table. Oh my god! Nerds like science. That is true. Apart from me, because I'm actually that isn't true. I do like science, really. <laughs> well, I'm saying that because I know. Currently doing. Yeah. If we were in the same room, which we're not, I would give you the kind of let's move on. Motion. I was actually tonight, just tonight. <laughs> I was watching Horizon, and they were trying to. It's something like, is it the? Sorry, sorry, time. The Higgs particle or something, I don't know. Higgs boson, come yeah, on. Yeah, some Get important right. particle or something. There was a documentary. Yeah, they probably won't destroy the universe in searching for it. Yeah, well, they've, they've supposedly maybe found it, but there's no... Uh, oh, they not close. They it's not concrete. It's not quite there. It's close, though. It's close. Exactly. Though. Do they have to, they have to look, look, look through bins and stuff? Well, no, it. apparently... It's I, funny there. I just had it. <laughs> Nobody move. No one move. <laughs> Apparently, it's going to get more exciting this year because they're going to put some more mathematical equations against it. And when they do that, it's going to get more exciting. exciting. Yeah. You know, I, the news first broke. I put it up on my bulletin board or my uh, smart board at school. I was like, Higgs boson, baby. And they're like, what? I'm like, dude, Higgs boson. Yeah. I watched it. Do you think that scientists go home to their wives and their wives just go, <laughs> please shut up. Do you know, I was watching. A documentary last week, the most beautiful equations in the world, would you believe? <laughs> I know, I know. And one of them, I can't remember oh, his name now, but it was something like Durick or something like that. His name, he had some weird name, some dude, right, who was at Oxford University. And all he did for two years was, like, develop this equation in his head, right? And not only that, right, but he made up his own, like, like mathematical symbols. He invented some because they didn't exist for it. Right? Oh, yeah. Make right. the tools you need. Yeah. But, All right, seriously. No, this, seriously, just this last thing, though, right? No, I am falling this, this equation, apparently, was so complex that not even other, like, physicists at the time could understand what it meant. I mean, what chance have we got? You're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, no They're idea. Up as they go. All right, introduce people. Anyway, yes, uh, I'm the daddy who's... No, don't, don't bother. There's no one listening. <laughs> I've just become very nerdy about it. <laughs> just in case there is someone listening. Yeah, just in case. And uh, we've also got Chini here. Hello, present. And we've also got Duke. 
You soon discover that you are the legendary Godzilla-born who must save the world from Godzilla and his chums, and all the rebellion business kind of falls by the wayside. I mean, I went out of my way to go meet the rebel leader and reminisce about when we were execution buddies, but he wouldn't give me the time of day. Well, f*** you, Ulfric Stormcloak. I don't have to help you wash your hairy bagpipes. I can breathe radioactive lasers. That's Yatsy, isn't it? Yep. Anyway. Because he talks fast. Anyway, I have got a story this week. I've got a story. Oh, yeah. Story. It's a good one. Story, story, story time. You realise, Duke, that you're the only person in history to say, oh, yeah, after I know. As you said, oh, I've got a story to talk <laughs> about. Well, you know what? I want, I, I, want to, I want to make him feel like he's valued. Oh, thanks, Duke. Thanks. Shut but, up and tell the story. I know. Actually, it's, it's related. You know, my, I told you my wife was playing uh, Portal 2. Yes, she yeah. got as far as the room with the three switches. Yeah, this is not, she's not been any... No, no, she got further than that. No, she did get a little bit further than that. Not a lot further, to be fair, but a little bit further. Oh, well done. But, but, and she only told me this uh, yesterday. We were talking about it. And I said, oh, have you played anymore? She's like, uh, no, not yet. And I was like, oh, okay. She went, but something really weird happened when I were playing it. And I said, I said, oh, yeah, what was that? She said, well, she said, you know in the motel room thing, when you sort of wake up at the beginning of the game? I was like, yeah. yeah. And she said, you know, you have to go and look at the picture. And I was like, oh, yeah, they had a picture on the wall. My grandma had that picture in her living room. <laughs> I was like, really? And she was like, yeah. She, wow. said, she said, when I was a little kid, she said, I used to go and stare at that picture and think how cool it would be to be on those mountains with all the snow and everything. I'm like, Dude, and now yeah. she's in a game where she's pretending. Yeah. Look at that picture. Yeah, how cool is that? And I'm like, that's, that's beautiful. I like that. I was like, oh, that's a bit surreal. Yeah, a bit weird and a bit like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't even know it was a real picture, but apparently it is a real piece of art that somebody made. Well, I would I would say so from Valve. I'd yeah, say that, yeah. that has that picture has some kind of reason it's there. Yeah, and I'm guessing it's kind of famous if they did loads of prints and there was one in you know Kay's grandma's living room on the wall. So there you go. So it's only a little story, but it's it's sort of kind of interesting. See, but the problem is if you look for Portal Two paint, then it's all about the paint that goes everywhere, makes you bounce high and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think she's going to really struggle, you know. We'll see how it goes. But I think if she gets any, when she gets starts to do the first proper puzzle room, I think she's going to really struggle. But you never know. Well, because she's a girl. No, oh, sexist. No, no, but she's she's struggling to just to control. She's a girl, you no, it's just said she's struggling it. to control. Yeah, yeah. three bedroom bisexual house chef and. She can't under right. She she doesn't do oh, stupid. Go ahead, say no. it. She do, no no. She doesn't do time travel or anything like that. And she sees this in the same vein <laughs> as time travel. Oh, right. I tell you what. No, honestly, I, that's I, my I, wife. Portal, my she wife. does time travel. What an idiot. Think that's how. She, but she not not the same. But traveling. She hates it. She. No. Oh, it was, <laughs> no, they say it doesn't do travel. I mean, like, you know, Back to the Future and stuff. I mean, stuff, on the like plane, it's but time travel. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't it. like Back to the Future and stuff. She doesn't like, she just doesn't like science fiction, full stop. I don't do think I can do a podcast with a man. And why did you tell her to play man. Portal? Well, I, because I didn't. She just said, she wants trophies. She said, does Portal have trophies? And I was like, yes. And she's like, okay, I'm going to play it then for the trophies. And you oh, said, yeah. you love it. You should play it. I didn't know. I said, no. No, no. She she asked me a few, she did quiz me. She said, do you shoot things? I was like, no. And she's like, do you do you shoot? Right to her. Of course you shoot. They no, shoot listen. Portals. I said, you shoot portals, but you but do you shoot enemies? I'm like, no, you don't shoot it. But they shoot at you. What do you mean? And I was like, well, they're like laser turrets and stuff. Ah. Oh. I said, but you have to get rid of them and all that. And she's like, uh, 
but do you get trophies? All she's in. Sounds like a riveting conversation. I know. I was like, yeah, yeah, you get trophies. Uh, All right, I'll have a go. Well, this was at a dinner party as well. It was. It was. So anyway, we'll see. I'll keep you updated if she plays anymore. And I'm on the edge. Oh, oh, I know. I'm I bet you are. I bet you are. Anyway, talking of on the edge, uh, Duke was dying to tell us about his Christmas purchases, although it wasn't a present or anything, but obviously he bought it. Wasn't a, it was a present from Santa Claus. It was. <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah. So go on. Get on with it. Let's hear about it. Come on. Let's see what you've been up to. I got a used second generation iPod. Touch. Hey. Yay! And uh, it's cool. It works for what I need it for, which is not much. Like, it's a handy way so I don't have to get up and go in the other room if I want to look something up. Do you know what uh, I'm doing right now? You know when, like, a business man has glasses and he's dressed and he takes off the glasses and then strokes his eyebrows <laughs> like this? You're reviewing an iPod Touch second generation <laughs> in yeah. 2012. Here's the rub. <laughs> Guess which generation you need in order to play Infinity Blade. Uh, three or above. Ah, <laughs> I could have told you that. <laughs> I could have told you that. Uh, Why didn't you tell me it before? Well, you didn't bought... know, I didn't even know you were buying one until you said I've I can got imagine no when, it, when, it, when it said on the screen, uh, <laughs> not compatible with this, with this generation, <laughs> there was a camera above you, Duke, and you looked up and went, Why? <laughs> so yeah it's all at least you, you, you tell me you didn't make the huge mistake of buying it thinking it would work and then it didn't well i was hoping it would work but whatever did you buy it no i no, no infinity blade see no the, the you know what the i store is actually very good because if you try to buy something that won't work on your device there's a little thing that comes up and says you can't use this go it didn't away. used to it didn't well, it do. does now people will buy stuff and then go it doesn't work I'm glad to hear. But see, I was looking for it because I was like, how do you find out? And then I went, I had to go to the Infinity Blade website. And they were like, this work on your stupid old machine. And I'm like, I don't need a new machine. I don't want a camera. Although it would be, it would have been good to have a camera on this thing. But whatever. Who cares? I have a camera. I don't need a new camera. Yeah, and the camera's so, on the even. Good, and I can write notes to myself and I have a calendar on it. And it's easy to move around and whatever. So the, the trouble is, even the camera's rubbish on it anyway. It's like it's I less than a meg. Need a new iPhone for a good yeah, yeah, time. yeah. The, even the iPod Touch fourth generation, it's less than a meg. It's got a le- really nice HD camcorder on it, but the actual uh, still camera is rubbish. See, I don't want a camcorder. I don't understand this fanaticism toward video. They had one on my old regular oh, tiny thanks, iPod. Thanks, it's like, thanks here's a piss. Yes. That's a piss in all over my business. Cheers. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. What's the matter oh, with you? Look, because yeah. you. No, no, it's right. Yeah, no, yeah. No, right. You've said it now. You can't take it back. I own a separate video camera. <laughs> I don't need a camera in everything I own. Like, this shoe needs a video camera in it. Like, no. It's <laughs> dumb. Don't bother. Kind of cool. Camera shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, because there is a game on there, right, that I would love you to play, but I'm a bit worried you might not like it, and then you'd have to buy it. Is yeah, there there's demo? no demo. There's no demo. Uh, for it, but it's Super, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery. It's a great little What's game. Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery. Now, again, I don't know whether it'll work on yours, but it should do. Well, whatever. It's worth a shot. Yeah, yeah I'll write it down here. Yeah. Super yeah. Brothers Sword and Sorcery. Yeah, it's sort of like a very <laughs> I, old school clicky adventure game. It's very cool. I think you'd like it. It's a cool art style. Well, I am playing an old school RPG on my iPod Touch called Xenonia, mostly because it was free. Like, I went around looking for all these different RPGs, and there was a cool website that I found that was all about turn-based role-playing games on, or just turn-based games on uh, on the iPod Touch and the iPhone, and that was pretty cool, so I was glad to find that. Yeah, yeah. 
I think I did play that quite a while ago. I think Zenonia, I Zenonia is good. I like it. It's action combat, which is weird, but whatever. Like it's you know, and it's using the joystick and st- you know the virtual joystick, and it's a little clunky because it's such a small screen. So you're trying to go right, and you end up going up and right or whatever. But whatever. The nice thing is when you start attacking a monster, if the monster moves to the side because it's all top down. So if he moves to one side, your guy will turn to face the enemy whenever he moves somewhere. So I like that because you don't have to constantly be facing the right way or whatever. Um, um, I got I, fruit ninja. For it. I was just gonna say, I'll tell you what is on there, which you may like. Uh, but uh, you remember all the Steve Jackson Make Your Own Adventure books? Yeah. Like, from the, from the eight, they're all on there. So all the old Steve Jackson books are on there. Well, you. you know what I did get, which I am liking, is Dragon. Have you played that? Yeah, the, yeah, the Dragon thing where you, you play the role of a dragon and you have to rape him. Well, not yeah. rape, but you have to pillage villages and stuff. <laughs> no, right, not because dragons it. don't yeah. rape people. No, I'll pillage, yeah. And I'm trying to be a nice dragon because it's like, here's a group of people who are, yeah. you know, you, you, I've made them my worshippers and stuff. It's like, they also are worshipping their god. And I'm like, what? They should only be worshipping me. But I guess I'll let them worship their god. And they're like, smart move. <laughs> it's, but uh, there's, a, there's another one called Tales of a Broadside as well, which is also free. And that's the same by the same people, and it's excellent. Cool. So anyway, um, I tried a game called Rhyme Lands, which is an okay RPG. It was pretty decent, but the and it was turn-based combat. But they had this weird dice mechanic in the combat, so that you would roll the die, and then like as soon as you attack somebody, the dice pop up on the screen, and it's like you got one skull and one sword. And I'm like, what does that mean? And why bother with that? Just tell me if I killed the dude or not. So whatever. Fruit Ninja's fun, but you all knew that it's not as much fun as it is on Connect. I'll bet. Um, but the game I'm <laughs> loving the most is Cut the Rope. I didn't oh, expect yeah. this much. It's awesome. As it people probably heard last week on the live show when I was playing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not playing it this week, though. Um, but it's great. It's I, I love the fact that it's all based on like strategy. But then they start putting in the reflexes. And that, that, that's what annoys me. Because, first of all, there's all these things where you have to be like winding up the thing and, and like using the little air whatever they are the balloons to make it you know swing back and forth and that's annoying because it's a small screen again and you don't touch it in just the right place you might do the wrong thing or whatever and i'm like just make it strategy why does it always have to be reflexes before it falls down here you got to hit the thing over on the side and there was there was a game i was going to say as well that you should download that's also free i believe but free i know but then like you know you, there would be no point playing with me, but there's a game called Words with Friends, which is a Scrabble yeah. ripoff. But it's yeah. yeah, but it's online, so you you know if you had my username, we could play Scrabble together, and you could just oh, yeah. and then you just thrash me with all these weird is it words. Based or is it yeah, like yeah. You play real yeah. time? No, it's real time. So, but you can but you can start a game and say like last played and like yeah. go off and That's do other stuff and then come back and play a word. You know what I mean? So there's no like time limit as such, but it. Cool. It takes uh, over the internet. It takes probably about if you submit a word, it takes about five seconds to appear on the other device because I play with Millie on it. So, uh, yeah, we get try out. Yeah. Five seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a little bit of lag between up to. Yeah. It's like on the Simpsons when Mo got his flash fryer and he's like, it can flash fry a buffalo in 38 seconds. 38 seconds. I want it now. All right. What else have I been playing? I've been yeah. playing Full House Poker. I've been really captivated by that game lately. I've been playing it a lot. I got it when it was on sale. And, uh, yeah, the saint is actually a saint because he wanted to invite me into his game. And he's like, wait, how, many, how much money do you have? And I was like, oh, I got like, 
I don't know, 10,000 chips or something. And he's like, oh, that's not going to work. We need to get you some real money so that you can join our high roller table. I'm like, what? That's what casinos do to kind of get you in, you know. <laughs> Just, here's a bunch yeah. of money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So he did. And he like, you know, basically dumped a bunch of money to me. And I was like, oh, thanks, dude. I appreciate that. So that's very nice of him. Um, there's some things that I don't understand with that game. Like, for instance, when you win a hand, obviously your guy will stand up and start, you know, dancing or whatever. As you do but on real poker, right? Yeah. What? Yeah. As you do in real Espe- poker. Especially if somebody's yeah. just lost about, like, you know, $40,000. Of course you do a bit of a dance round, you know, <laughs> just to rub it in. <laughs> the guy next to you is still smiling, you know, because the avatar's default, you know, face uh, is basically happy. So even when the guy loses, he's like, oh, I lost. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> no, I've got to mortgage the house yep. now. Uh, right. Exactly. Well, kids, we're going to have to eat dog food. Um, whatever, who cares? Uh, um, but here was the exciting thing. They had this Texas Heat, it's kind of like a game show. You remember 1 versus 100? Yeah. It's sort of like that, like this live thing going on, and you compete sort of against other people playing, and whoever gets the most XP at the table at the end of like five minutes gets to move up to this other table. Well, I won that, so I got to go to the next table, and I was at the, like the double diamond table or something like that. I won 850,000 chips in one hand. Um, and and at the end of the night, at the end of this half-hour game show thing, I was number 38 out of 1,794 people. Wow, that yeah. is cool. Big, woo! And I never win stuff like that. So I played well, and I had some really good cards dealt to me. So are that there was people playing fun. this game, then? Is there still people? Yeah, who, who... there are some people. Um, DeSaint, Step J, and Major Chavez are the ones I've been playing them with the most. But... but like in general, say, if you jumped into a multiplayer Oh, yeah, game. online, there's people. I think as well, since it, when it was on sale, I think a lot of people picked it up, didn't they? Yeah. So there's, there's more yeah. playing it now than there was pre- before. Yeah. Probably. And even playing against the bots is kind of fun. Like, it's not as much fun as playing with real people, but unfortunately, a lot of people online don't use their mics anyway, so you might as well be playing against bots. Um, so yeah, it's just it's a well-made game, and it's cute, and it's fun, and it's... Yeah, I don't know. I'm having fun with it. So. Cool. Spider-Man, cool. Web of Shadows. Chinny, you were all on me to give this a try. And yes. You're right that it's a lot better than uh, the Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions or you know any of the other Spider-Man games that have been out lately. Um, but it still didn't really catch my interest. Like I played it; it was okay. Uh, the aerial well, combat's pretty good, though. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's nothing really wrong with it. I just felt like um, uh, there was. It wasn't. I don't, maybe I'm just not that into Spider-Man these days. I don't really know what yeah, it was. Yeah. For some reason, I was just like, I don't know. Whatever. No, the, the problem with all Spider-Man games these days is that none of them are polished. None of them are like... Right. The, they don't feel like they've been made with a lot of love. They've just been flushed out. They make one every year. They make a Spider-Man oh. game every year. So yep. they can't be that great. But that, <laughs> I think Web of Shadows has some good features. Like the aerial... You can stay in the air for like yeah. half an hour if you wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Right. It is good. No yeah. doubt. So, you know, again, nothing really wrong with it, but it just wasn't, uh, I don't know. Um, so I gave well, you... So what, what, what have you got from Gamefly now? Like, what, what's... Well, we'll get into that. Ah. First, while I was waiting for Gamefly to send me something else, I tried Defense Grid, because I know y'all on the Overseas Connection are oh. about it. And it's a really good tower defense game. Thank but- you. Uh, it's tower defense, and that's not my kind of game. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh, you see, this year, 
you didn't like Gears of War 3, and now you do, right? Yeah. So there was always a chance that you might find a tower defense game you liked. Who'd have known? There's a PS Mini tower defense game that I liked, all right? It was very, 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 very basic. And, like, I could figure out how to get the first pretty basic. It's pretty basic, but... And there's not... Again, like, I didn't really have a problem with defense grid, but... I don't know why, for whatever reason. I think the thing I like about the PS Mini one is that you can determine how fast and slow it goes, and when you turn it on fast, like it's the round is over in like 20 seconds. You know what I mean? Oh, and defense, it, the enemies are like moving around. They go through the thing, and you watch them go, and it just felt you very... You can speed it up, though. Uh, maybe I didn't see how to speed it up. I don't know. You can speed it up, and if you want, if you press the back button, you go to the last checkpoint. So if you screw it up, you can just go back. Uh-huh. Well, I guess I didn't play enough with it, maybe. I, I don't know. know why you don't look. And it's got Portal 2 in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I haven't seen any of that, so I... See, I remember playing the demo of this for ages, and then when it was on sale, I picked it up, and I've never played it. I've still got it, but never wow. played it. I know, I know. Crazy. I know. I know. I know. I know. It was cheap in the sale. It was like, oh, it's in the sale, and then, like, never played it since. Crazy. I know. I know. Part of the thing, too, is that, like... Now that I'm done with Skyrim, I'm like, oh man, every game feels less fulfilling than Skyrim. <laughs> no, that's the trouble, like, you see. Everything against that. So I was like, okay, I stopped off at the end of Fallout 3 when Skyrim came out. So let's try going back to Fallout 3. And it's not bad. I mean, obviously, Fallout 3 is an awesome game, and I'm going through the DLC again, um, starting with Broken Steel. So that's not bad. Um, and I found a new quest that I had never done before. It was really weird. There's this guy in Underworld, you know, where all the ghouls live. Right. And he's selling this water, this new kind of water. And, it, you know, at the end of Fallout 3, of course, spoilers, attention, people, careful. I'm about to give spoilers for a game that's like four years old. Water, water, water. Um, at, you know, at the end of Fallout 3, you purify all the water in the wasteland, right? So uh-huh. he's selling some new version of that, which they could be getting for free, but he claims it has, like, special healing powers and stuff. And you can either expose him or work with him or whatever it is. Um, so I didn't know. This is a tiny little mission, but it was just cool to find something I'd never seen before. Four but years how, later. I know, you, but, you know what I mean? it's, it's but he's cool. also, you've, you've played this game through about four I times, have. haven't you? I really have, but I Jeez. guess I just didn't explore this one place. It's scary to think that that game is four years old. Yeah, like it this is. Year. It's crazy. Damn. Damn. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, played a little more Fallout 3. And then I got Dark Souls through Gamefly. You know, I'm, I'm already like tensed up ready. You know what I mean? Just I, I, I wonder what... I don't think... No, I'm, I've, I've, no I've already worked it out what you think of this. Do you think game? I'm quite tense waiting? Well, what you think is probably correct. What do you think? I, I don't think you would stand for it at all. No, I think you'd hate it, sort of. Yeah, I, I, I didn't hate it. Like, here's the thing. I, I wanted to give it a chance with an open mind, especially because Skullduggerer was like, I don't remember what he said, but it was like, okay, yeah, it's punishing, but you have so much fun while you're playing, you don't mind being punished like that. I've been kicked in the balls by a beautiful woman. Yeah, yeah. It is a beautiful game. There's no in a bleak, it very a bleak game. way. I'm not do that. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize you could lock onto enemies at first, so it was a little weird trying to figure out how to, you know, because they keep the the camera shifts a lot, and it's kind of hard. I had some slowdown too, which was annoying. Um, yeah. But whatever, it was okay. And I was making my way through that insane asylum or whatever it is when you first start out, right? And there's that part where you first encounter the asylum monster, and it's have like, you this, Stu? Have you no, I haven't. Stu? I haven't. Right. But it's on my no? list. It's on my list really? on the love film list. So That's it will come. For either of you, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But uh, so anyway, there's this huge monster, and it just says, run, get away. And I was like, oh, God, I can do that. So I ran out of the room, and then you run through the gate, and the gate closes behind you. And so that was like, woof, oh, thank God. Um, but then later on, you have to fight that thing. Yeah. And I did, and I beat it. And I, was, I had to do it like three times, but it was okay. It wasn't so bad, you know? Well, you knew, you knew what you was in for. You know what I mean? I, you knew kind of like this guy would punish you, yeah? So, yeah, exactly. So. But then I got to the next level. And uh, it, there's this part where you have to go around killing these very easy enemies, and then you go across this bridge, and suddenly there are these grim reapers that show up, and they just oh, they, I mean, well, that, hits, they're done. Just a minute, just, it sounds like you went the wrong way. There's a the, apparently oh. at the beginning of the game, there's a right way to go and a wrong way to go. Is that right? Yeah, apparently, if you head towards, apparently, it's if you go towards the cemetery. Like, was I supposed to go up? Yeah, if you go down, you've got no chance. If you go up, Why you're fine. Why did you go down then? Because it starts it's it's open. Wait, send it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, sent it back. Yeah, you went the wrong way. Send it back. <laughs> sent it back. Oh, well. Yeah, always. Right. Have you not listened to anything that Greg said? Because he talks about that quite a lot and said, you've got to go up, not that down. Was- to Greg. Greg on the old Yeah. All right. <laughs> Yeah, he did say that. Got to whoop, not down. Well, I don't know what to say. I I just missed that, I guess. And I it doesn't tell you. The game doesn't tell you, and that's the the biggest thing what with the game. I... Yeah, it doesn't. They missed a chance for me to. Well, they weren't going to get my money, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, whatever. Like I maybe someday I will get it again and go up instead of down. But uh, <laughs> it's meantime, it's I'm... definitely one of those games where a strategy guide actually would help. Well. <laughs> A little hint, you know, even the guy, because the, at the beginning when you enter the place, the guy's like, oh, you can either go, uh, you know, you got to ring two bells and there's one way up high and there's one way down low. And he should say at that point, you should start by going high. It's that way. But yeah. instead, it's like, good luck. There's no salvation. And I knew like, as, soon, as soon as you started saying that, you'd gone down. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went back to Skyrim. <laughs> Okay. I got. I told you this last week. It actually happened before I played Dark Souls, but whatever. Um, yeah, so I got. I put the PS3 in the basement, and yeah. I had to get a new TV because I was playing on a standard def TV, Ooh. and it was just impossible to read the text because yeah. the text is so tiny on Skyrim. And it was. I tried for like three days. I was like squinting. I'm like, what does that say? And then finally, I was like, you know what? Screw this. I can get a decent. You know, not large, high-def TV, but whatever, for a somewhat reasonable price. So now I'm really set up in the basement, and, like, I've been, like, every day this weekend, I was down there riding my bike and playing Skyrim, and, yeah, it's a, Damn, it's a good... Damn, you're going to be trim, son. He's going to be anorexic in a few weeks. I don't feel any skinnier, but I'm sure, you know, it's a slow right. process. It's a, it's a slow burn thing. Yes. So whatever, but it's it's good. And you know what I'm doing this time? I'm I Okay, first of all... I, and I know people are just dying to hear more about Skyrim. Can I, can I just ask before you go, any differences you've noticed between the PS3 and the, and the 360 versions? I haven't. I really haven't. Like, it seems like there's the same amount of pop-in. I haven't had it crashing any more on the PS3 than I did on the Xbox. So, no. Yeah, fair enough. I really haven't. But, you know, last time I went with the Stormcloaks, this time I'm going with the Empire. And what I did was I came up with a story for my character. So I gave myself a backstory. And here it is, all right? I'm a Red Guard woman, yeah? And so here's the backstory. Ulfric Stormcloak ordered the murder of my parents. 
And so now I have to get back at him. And I thought that I would have an opportunity when we were about to get assassinated together. Uh, and then I realized that, no, I don't want to kill him at that moment because I want to I cause him ultimate humiliation and suffering. So I have to pretend to side with the Empire, let them run over the Stormcloaks and wipe them out and conquer Skyrim for good. And that will bring Ulfric Stormcloak ultimate humiliation, and then I can kill him in order to get my revenge for my parents. You, you take your game wow. very seriously. Don't That's take- deep stuff, that <laughs> God, it's like he's a real person, isn't it? And it's like I can't, I can't do it. I can't just go up and kill him, you know, because because that would be the end of the game, and then I'd have to stop playing. And it's like, no, that, there has to be more. <laughs> so I'm gonna get all the dragon powers and like, you know, get all the shouts and take care of that Aduin guy, and then I can go after Ulfric Storm. It's gonna be the last thing I do. Is like, this is for my mom and dad. Jeez, that sounds yeah, quite heavy. Good. Was that was that not a huge spoiler though that you just did there? No, was it not? Sounded like it. Not really. Uh, okay then. Uh. So it's not a spoiler <laughs> if you know. Yeah, but I don't know because I haven't got to the end of the main story question. Nor have I. I have no idea. I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> just because we haven't all had like two hundred hours spare just to play one game. Well, you make time. Jeez. I don't want to hear about your daughter, your job. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Chini. How's that, how's that get rich quick know, scheme yeah. going, Stu? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pyramid scheme day. is working well. <laughs> I keep on sending the money and it, it seems to be working. Um, oh, don't know, <laughs> if you were to just send me a little bit of monies, I can add it to the other monies and then give you your monies. Yeah. You like uh, the has got many talents. Chini, what yeah. have you been up to then? I have a story. Oh, story. So. Story, story, story time. So, a friend of mine really wanted me to play Saints Row with him. He lurks away a lot. So, when he comes back, he said to me, um, can, can you make sure you've got Saints Row for when I come back so we can play it together? Now, uh, I ordered Saints Row on the 27th of November. A little bit close to Christmas, but I thought, you know, that's enough time, right? That's enough yeah, time. Yeah, plenty of time. Plenty. Come. Um, and uh, I ordered it. Didn't, didn't come. And uh, about the 27th of December, that's like a month. I finally said, you know what, whatever, just give me, just give me my money back. And then, um, I, uh, for, for Christmas, he came over, right, and I said, like, I, uh, I, you know, I can't afford it to buy it at the shops. I'm using a gift card on Amazon and stuff. I don't want to buy it anywhere else, so I've got to order it online. He gave me the money for Christmas to, to buy the game. Very nice of him, right? Oh, that's uh, nice. And he also bought me Batman, Arkham City. As well. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, he bought me a used version, and he felt bad because I didn't have the Catwoman thing. So that's why he gave me the forty quid to, to buy Saints Row. What a what a great gesture! Aww, and it, nice. it, feel, yeah, it, it makes me feel bad. It makes me feel bad that all I got him was a, was a wine bottle opener. No, I didn't really. <laughs> I right. was going to say stingy yet. No, so like, I thought you know that's nice because uh, he tried to buy Saints Row, but he couldn't find it anyway. And he says, "I'll give you the money, then you can just go get it." All right, all right, okay, I fine. So I kind of the next day I thought I better go and get it because. Um, you know, I want to play it, and you know, I go, I go into town, I go into all the shops that would sell it. Nothing, no Saints Row, not even on the PS3, nothing. Okay, so I go to a Tesco, right, which is huge. It's one of those mega Tesco's, Stuart. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. the great big like hypermarket. It, thing. It, but Duke, it, it basically, it, you'd hate it because you're all against this, right? But it's, it, I mean, it, it kills local businesses so much, right? You yeah. can literally see it draining the power out of them, <laughs> right? I mean, I go to Best Buy once in a while. 
But the thing is, it's got everything. <laughs> and so, you know, what can you do? Everything. It's like that bit in Family Guy where they want to protest against the big shopping mall, right? But they need to picket it, so they need all the signposts, the tape, <laughs> the board, so they buy it in there. Um, so, you know, I go into there, nothing, right? No Saints Row, nothing. Wow. I see the space where it should be. I go, man, there's, no, there's nothing here. So I, on the way out, all right. There's kind of like there's a guy standing on the exit. Hey, I see a Saints Row. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a guy on, on the on the um. Hey, really is that? <laughs> on the iPad section, he works there, right? Ah, ah. On the iPad section, and he, he I think uh, I'll, I'll ask. I'll ask. What well, you know? Whatever. All right. I wasn't going to ask. I says, you know, he's the Saints Row here, and he says, oh, I'll have a look. All right. It was Bora. All right. And, <laughs> Uh, we're having back is nice. I thought oh, he's you know whatever and he, he he reached over the customer service desk didn't even look and grabbed it right <laughs> and I was like I like was waiting for you and I was like how did you know that was it he goes I saw it earlier I, th- I, I was pretty sure that was it alright and <laughs> he's out of metro <laughs> no, he, he was from Birmingham that was the weird oh thing no alright uh <laughs> So like, this game, this was the only copy of Saints Row. So what, what I think happened is somebody, a Tesco staff member, Ooh. hid it so, for themselves and then, you know, would keep it later. I've heard that. Yeah, we that. used to do that when we worked at bookstores. It's like, eh, put this down there so nobody yeah. buys it. Yeah. Did you get it cheap? Was it cheap? Um, well, you know, I got it for 30, 37 quid. It oh, was. so it's still normal price. Then. Still normal price, but... Um, <clears throat> the 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 walk from like didn't charge you extra is like this is the last one fifty dollars. <laughs> the woman the woman didn't. Uh, I have no idea what it was. All right, uh, <laughs> didn't tell her about. Hey, you know I'm gonna go smash people in the head with a big dildo here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Huge amount uh, of the car. So the, the walk, the walk from the shelf. No, thanks, Chad. The the walk from the shelf to the checkout was a very dangerous one. I felt because <laughs> I I I spent. He's got a copy. Get him. I spent like the last two hours trying to get this game, and I was convinced. I held it like a baby, right? And I was convinced that somebody was going to snatch it. And everybody around me was just here to buy Saints Row because when I was there at, at the Saints Row shelf, you know, people were coming and they was going Battlefield Three. There was loads of Battlefield Three, right? And there was just those people coming, looking and going. And I thought they want Saints Row. They they like me, right? <laughs> so I was you. walking to the checkout, thinking he he wants it. She she wants the game. He wants it as well. I can't trust anyone, right? Um, but they're you know, all against you know, me. They're all against me, and I, I got it. Uh, on the way out, on the car park, um, somebody crashed into my car. No, what? While you were in it, Seriously? or like when you just came out, someone had just done it. I say, I say, someone, a shopping trolley crashed into my car. <laughs> <laughs> I was no, on the car park, right? And the car park was slightly slow, like on a on a slight hill, right? And the guy was putting stuff from the shopping cart to shopping trolley into his car. He wasn't looking. The shopping trolley just very uh, just decided to go. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a break for it. Gonna make a break for it. <laughs> and this, and it just looked. I could just see it. It was so pathetic. I could see the trolley just heading straight for my car. <laughs> and it was so stupid. I was like, I'm not gonna get out and stop that. I can't be asked. All right, because I, I I hate my car. I'm gonna kill my car. <laughs> I, I really do hate my car. I'm going to shoot it like Richard Pryor shot his. Oh, right. Yeah. And I, I, I just... Like I, I, I don't, the tree branch? Yeah. I, I, I hate it to, to... I hate my car. All right. So I, I just thought, you know what? I don't care if that dead's my car. You know? I just, I just let it roll. And it hit my car. And, um, you should have jumped out and been like, what's wrong with you? I'm going to sue you. you son Give me money. <laughs> yeah. And the guy turned around and went, oh. You know, he didn't even say sorry. He went, oh. Uh. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, 
you idiot. <laughs> um, got back, and now playing Saints Row, I'll put 24 hours into it. Jeez, I'll, uh, that was a long uh, time. Play the whole game. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's great. It's a great game. It's very funny. Um, there's, there's some moments in it that are brilliant. It uses like, licensed music in a very good way. Um, uh, the, the last level is funny. You know, there's a great song towards it. I'll say it's Bolly Tyler. Uh, and you know, uh, Kanye West is in it, you know, with his, uh, oh, with his, yeah, that's right. with his power song. And it's great. It's so much fun. Which happens uh, at a fantastic moment when that comes yeah, on. Yeah. It's, it's such a good moment. Diamond's um, you know, the, the, it's so, it's so silly and funny. There's, there's, there's other, there's other missions in there that one man should have all that power. There's, there's, there's missions in there that you just think, where the hell did they come? Like, you know, they, the, the, what was they thinking when they made this? But it's like, uh, I love the bit at the beginning, right? And you sort of, one of the very first missions that you do, you go to this warehouse and you get like the satellite tracking missiles and stuff straight away almost. Yeah. It's like, there you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> it's just ripped straight out of Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, someone said this. So we're, uh, it's a comedy game. We don't get many of them. Um, but it's a, it's a game that's a comedy. You know? It is. It's completely just a comedy. It's as it's as it's kind of like the aeroplane or hot shots of yes, gaming. You know what I mean? Is. It's so it stupid, is. and no we don't think of any good ones. I mean, we got Naughty Bear, we got Death Spank. Those are comedy games, but they're not great. They, 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 funny, the, the thing is with the comedy game is they they still have to be good games. You know what I mean? You can't right. allow something to be a bad game. It still has to feel good. The shooting has to be good. You know, the co-op still has to work. There's so many Perhaps, things that like, have airplane, to work. You know, airplane doesn't have to be a good movie. Like airplane isn't really a good film. Like it's not a good story. It's not the an expensive film. Right. It's not a very expensive film. The most expensive right. thing is they probably had to film in an airport. Yeah, uh, exactly. But the rest is in is, is in a it's little airlock. Where's yeah. the bag of Tumblr? Oh, it's over there. <laughs> and you, you could, and, and even Faulty Towers. You watch Faulty Towers, and the walls shake when they close doors, and you don't really care because you know it's just it's all comedy. With and the game, it's supposed to be a rundown hotel. So I mean, with a, with a game though. If yeah. if you can't if you don't shoot properly you don't want to play it that's it like you know like if you but it does everything works great in it and it I mean it kind of lets the game get away with a lot more because driving is just ridiculously easy but you don't care like in LA Noir you do care because you the, the driving felt a bit too easy and it, it just seemed like too much of a game with Saints Row you know you can do corners that you never do in these cars and you know there's there's a lot of missions there's these weird um, uh, like game show missions that you can do. Uh, everybody in the world is in on the joke. It's like you know how Aeroplane is, where or Hot Shots, where everybody is in on the joke, and yeah. not one character in the film is like just completely a bystander. Everybody has that funny line or does something yeah. stupid. It's like Saints Row. Everybody's in on it. You know, it's it's there's comedy characters. There's a person who only speaks in auto tune. That's funny. That's a funny joke. <laughs> That's funny joke. That's well, great. Have you done the Mayhem missions? I have, yeah. Okay. Have you done all of them, like all the way up to yes. they still do level 8? I'd say that the thing is, though, with this game is I feel like I've finished this a lot quicker than Saints Row 2. So, therefore, oh, yeah. I think that, that there's less in it than Saints Row 2, believe it or not. Like, um, the, the, the missions seem a little bit easier. I didn't finish them all in Saints Row 2. And I actually yeah. finished the main story in Saints Row 2 twice yeah. uh, with two different people. Uh, and there's the certain mission, side missions that aren't in this one that was in 2, like the, the kind of bad cops documentary thing where a film crew would follow you beating up 
you know, like homeless people or whatever. And the more outrageous things you do, you kind of get more points for it. You know, and they've replaced it with this game show thing. But I, I it, it seems like there's less stuff in there. But the, the stuff in there is still good. It's still quality. But the, it doesn't seem as much, you know. Yeah. So here's the question about Mayhem then. In Saints Row 1, I really liked the Mayhem because by the time you got to level 8, you had to be like just shooting down helicopters with the RPG and it was just mental. With Saints Row 2... For some reason, the only, you had to string together multipliers, and the only real way to do it was to put a bunch of explosion charges on people's fences and then run from one fence to the other, just setting them off. And it was so what, stupid, what you which do, is the, in the Saints Row the Third. What you do now is in the earlier ones, they give you infinite grenades, right? And you just you never stop pressing RB, yeah. ever, right? Yeah. In the later ones, they give you infinite rocket launchers. Awesome. And you never stop pressing right trigger. It, you never stop it so much that your finger hurts. All right. Yeah, yeah. And right. you do you do get multi. You, you do have to build your multiplier. And the best way to do it is to shoot kind of fences or lampposts and stuff. But the police will come or a gang will come, and you just yeah, shoot yeah. them as well. Um, what that. I will say, if anybody's having trouble with them, don't bother with tanks too much because they right. they take so long to get to get right. to blow You're up. Players with that. Yeah. Yeah, so if you see fences, it's I think it's based on how many things you destroy at once yeah. rather than uh, how big the thing is that you destroy. Yeah. It's, as long as it's, you do it with cars too, I think that's good. So it's it's a great game. It's so much fun. It's so stupid, um, and you know the last. Uh, there's a lot of choices in it as well, and the choices actually mean something. So if you save one person, you'll get a discount on weapons but if you save another person you get a discount on cars you know what i mean like so you know they, they do have some kind of results and there, there are quite a few choices throughout the game that you have to make um and obviously you know because you've got a co-op partner you know it's it's like oh what should we do what should we do and you just have to pick one um, well, I guess they don't bother with a morality meter are you going to be evil or very evil no no there's no morality meter. it's just you know whatever what's in it for you kind of thing and it's just fun just to jump off your you, you, you know, you, 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 you helipad, and you know. The, oh, yeah, that's the other thing. Um, you can level up your character so much, right? That I don't take any damage when I fall, so I don't even have to open a parachute anymore. Like I can just drop on the floor and get up, no problem. <laughs> like that's how stupid it is. And you can level yourself, your character <laughs> up so much, right? That you you're indestructible, pretty much. You know, you you can't be burnt by fire. I'm in. You can't, you just level it. You, no, it's because Marshall's Mar- Mar- playing. Where you're indestructible and you get infinite rocket launchers or ammo. Awesome. I'm in. Uh, well, Marsh, he was playing as the. Uh, like he was kind of ahead of me on levels and stuff. Um, he didn't open a parachute, so I'd open a parachute or whatever. And he, I'll just see his character just belly flop onto the ground and go, and just like going to brush it off when he gets up and go right. Where are we? And you can have like instant reloads, or like a you can have you can upgrade your pistol so much where you don't even reload, you just shoot. Um, it, it's just it's just silly. They threw everything at it. But to be honest, I think I feel like I spent longer with Saints Row Two. To me, uh, I might be wrong, but that, I felt like Saints Row Two lasted longer. But it's still great. But Mind you, it. John Miles managed to still put in over 60 hours. Yeah. So. I'll, I'll play it again. You know, I've, I've played it for 24 hours. That's one playthrough where I've completely done everything apart from getting all the cars and the collectibles i've done all the assassination missions and some of those some of those are quite funny as well um and is yeah, the sorry, mechanic for the assassination still the same where like be at this part of town from this time till this time or is it easier to find the people now 
it's easy to find the people. They usually give you a kind of like a thing to do. So yeah, uh, go to this area and play this radio channel to to draw them out or um, like hold like. Kill... I guess they sort of did that in two, didn't they? Because it was like he's the, jam- the custodian guy at the trailer park. So go there and break the laundromat or something, and he'll yeah, come. Yeah, they out. Did, they yeah. did it a little bit, but like some yeah. of them didn't pop up when it was on. Like right, right. we would literally click the thing, read it, do it, and they would pop up straight away. You know, buy something at this store. Yeah, or whatever, and they, they would immediately come up. Um, so it works pretty well. So they yeah. fixed everything that needed fixing. And there's a hover bike. Nice. Cool. So if, you, if in doubt, I mean, the jet, the jet in it, right, it goes from hover mode to jet mode when you press B, and it transforms like a transformer. It just sounds so cool. And, you know, everything's so disposable. You know what I mean? In this game, like, I have a helicopter... Right, and I'll just flip it upside down, jump out, parachute, it crashes, whatever. I'll just got another one when I go back home. I don't care. And it's just everything, the way you get into a car is just brilliant. You know, you just jump in through the windscreen. It's everything is just, you know, you could just crash a $200,000 car into a wall and just pick another one up. It's brilliant. It's so funny. So, Science Row gets thumbs up from me. Thumbs up. I love it. Yeah, it's cool. brilliant. Uh, I've also been playing Assassin's Creed, Re- Assassin's Creed Revelations. I've been playing. Uh, I'm about... Oh, wait, here we go. Plastic surgery, huh? Yeah, maybe they could dynamite mount... Whoop, never mind, that's the wrong one. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I've, uh, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Revelations. Uh, I'm about three or four hours in. And I, it's getting to the part where I'm actually starting to like it now. And that, that's, that's sad because uh, I love Assassin's Creed. But it, that is a really bad start to that game. It's awful. Really slow... Very dull, very boring start to the game. And you just... Sorry, before you go on, I, got, I found it. Okay, don't panic. I'll get the bikes. I hope they're hover bikes. Oh, man, that would be so awesome. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, <laughs> That's like the delayed joke. <laughs> very delayed. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a slow start, but once it opens up, it's back to... Assassin's Creed. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't know. I'm struggling I, still. I, I, I know what you mean, Stu. Uh, I agree. Um, but now that I'm like, I've done I've a couple missions in, you know, uh, the the game and stuff, and it's back to Assassin's Creed. I've but he's like, his problem was that they didn't have the stupid meta story about Duncan or whatever his name is, Desmond. Yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, I don't really care about that too much. Like. I, I, that's I my issue. But the other, the other issue I had was the very, that that first two hours is like one massive tutorial. And if anyone's playing that game, who hasn't played an Assassin's Creed game before, it'd be a bit weird anyway. Yeah, but they're not going to take that chance. Well, I guess. But he's, I he's yeah, very it's, handholdy. There's the, the the only thing about it is that you can't you can't start with this one. No chance. Maybe you could start with Brotherhood. Maybe. Yeah. But if you was going to start playing Assassin's Creed, optional. You you have to you have to start with two. I think if you want to start yeah. Assassin's Creed, um, there's there's not really much chance of you understanding what's going on if you started with this one. I think they can't understand it either way. But I was just going to say you can barely understand it anyway. You can, I know, it, but you, it is obvious that they they're really trying to delay Assassin's Creed Three. They're trying to, you know, flush another game out before they, you know, uh, end like get into Desmond's kind of story. Um, and it, it does. It really feels like like the fourth or fifth season of Lost, Stu. You yeah. know, when they 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 really try like to delay. Like a real filler. <laughs> they they really fill it in with just like let's put Desmond 
in a in a meta like a state world. where yeah in a meta world where we can just like leave him there for a while for a whole game. Yeah. Uh, they're really trying to delay it badly uh, because I think they just wanted another game out. That I, I've lost the, that's lost Assassin's Creed's credibility a little bit. But once you get into it, you know I've upgraded my assassins a little bit now, and I'm getting into like I'm getting to the, my viewpoints. It's more Assassin's Creed. It's not like you know a bad thing once you get going the hook's pretty cool though I enjoy the hook the hook is is an interesting new mechanic yeah. I, like, I like running at somebody and diving out of room with a hook yeah I mean how are you how are you finding the um, getting around on the zip lines yeah. and stuff then yeah fine fine so, I mean, it's, I'm, it's I'm surprised at how, how long those clotheslines are in in Istanbul, yeah, uh, you know, like what would? And why is there ne- why is there never any washing on them? <laughs> yeah, well, they should be as well. They should be, and like you know, you think why has somebody got like a twenty foot high clothesline going to like <laughs> somebody's yeah. house like a mile down uh, the road? It's weird. Um, you know, I, I don't know. But it's, what do you uh, what did you think of the tower defense thing then? It's not very good. It's no. definitely not very good. No. Uh, I uh, it's, it's now is it as optional as I've heard it is. Mm. It I is actual, but it, it, like if you if you if you um, do a lot of bad stuff, um, this thing in the corner will turn red eventually, right? And you have to pay people to to knock it down, or you have to kill like eyewitnesses or whatever. Um, I know I've been doing a lot, that a lot, so I don't have to do it. It just feels very janky. It would have been better if it was just a bird's eye view, and you you could just do it like that. Yeah, but it's like I said to you, it would have been better if they divided release it as a cheap Xbox game just to get people ready for this or if it was just an optional option in the menu you know you can yeah. play you know tower defense if you want to yeah it's it's not very good i've only done it once and i'm trying to avoid doing it again but yeah yeah oh not well the best assassin's creed but it's still it's, no. it's when you once you get into it it's, i don't know i i you know i nearly put it back in the post this morning i'm yeah. that sort of getting to the point of really you don't should, care don't do that that's silly and impulsive i don't know anyone who does that <laughs> oh. um Yes, I've been I've, talking too long now. I've got a magnum to it. I know. Yeah, I've I've been playing quite a lot. So for Assassin's Creed Revelations, because I must admit, I nearly sent that back saying I think I probably am going to. To be honest, I think it's going to go. You're crazy, son. I know, but you know, you know, when you get to that point of but like, what's going to happen to Desmond? I don't know. Do you know? And that's the only reason I could play it. Then I thought, do you know what? I might just watch it on YouTube. I've never Maybe done that I'll before. I'll just tell you. What about I'll tell you? What happens to him? No, okay. no, because it's a big spoiler for other people as well, though, isn't it? No, yeah, I'll tell you, look, we don't only communicate through the podcast. Oh, yeah, tell us off it. Yeah, tell me off yeah. it. I thought you meant you was going to tell me now. No, no, no. Don't tell me now. All that's happened to him now, he's just, he's just kind of on an island. Yeah, no, well, I know that. I know yeah. that, mate. Well, anyway. Um, obviously, I did, did sort of say I played a little bit more Portal 2, and yeah, that game is as great as I remember it. As, as, as great as I remember it. Um, but a game I've played probably the most this week is, is and I did sort of talk about this briefly on the live show, but The Legend of Zelda in the Meanish Cap, uh, which was a Game Boy Advance Zelda game. Um, Never it, played that one. It's excellent. It's like a big definition. He's the meanish kind of cat. Well, that, no, cap, cap, as in oh. a hat. Oh, okay. uh, basically, it's this like duck thing you wear on your head. Well, it looks like a duck. Which talks, so it gives you, you know, where you have a fairy round with you or whatever to give you clues and things of that nature in most games. Well, this one, it's a duck on your head uh, in the Zelda games. And every time you come up to something and you get stuck or whatever, it'll sort of Quack. pop up and give you a clue. Um, 
But, you know, these games are not easy games to play, you know. I, I think this every time I play a Zelda game. I think, you know, the kids who are really good at these games, I think, God, lovers, these, you know, they're not simple. You know, there's a lot of stuff and lots of areas, and it's it's quite a big game. You know, there's a lot of areas to discover. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. You can sort of save anywhere, and it'll take you back to the beginning of the level, but everything you've done and or got up to that point, you'll still have. So anything you've acquired or whatever, you know, you've acquired any new weaponry or... You know, like there's a. I've just got these climbing rings now, which is cool. So I can take shortcuts everywhere and climb up the sides of mountains rather than having to go up all the ladders and stuff. Um, and the hook to this one is you have to get small and and sort of go to the meanish villages. So there's like the, you're like big uh, link, and then there's tiny little link, and like everything's giant then. So that's kind of cool. And then the enemies become like ants and things, and big drops of rain and stuff like that. So that's really cool. I'm liking it. I'm loving it. I've been playing a lot of uh, a fair few hours in that. Um, Bastion, I play quite a bit of. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I like it. It's good, really good. How much did you pay? How much did you pay? I got it cheap in the sale, four hundred points. It was or something. Ooh. Yeah, was it six hundred? Might have been six hundred. Was that a four or six hundred? Hmm. But it was cheap. It was cheap, cheap in the twelve days of Christmas sales that they had on Xbox Live. And Chini sort of told me off because I didn't tell him and yep. stuff. Yeah, sorry. I apologize. Son. I know. Um, and then I got Professor... Right, do you know I said to you that I'd ordered Professor Layton and the last Spectre from Hong Kong? Right? Mm-hmm. I ordered it, and it was 10 quid with free postage, so it cost me barely nothing. So I thought, well, even if it doesn't turn up, I've barely lost anything. You know, it's only a tenner. Um, oh, you do all right, too. <laughs> but I ordered it on Christmas Eve, right? And it turned up on the 29th. It'd come all the way from Hong Kong in just over a week. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. I didn't expect it to come that quick at all, and it just turned up. Was Um, it just a box? Yeah, no, it's a proper box, but what's... what's, (laughs) With a butterfly. I'm I'm not totally convinced it's kosher, if I'm being honest with you. Because it's like... It's like a proper cartridge and everything, and the box looks authentic. But then inside, there's a homemade booklet for it in English that somebody's made but they've done a good job of it it's all glossy and it's all pictures and stuff but it like tells you stuff about the game or you should do this or you should do that it's like the best one of the best booklets i've had with a a nintendo game but it's obviously not an authentic nintendo booklet um but yeah i'm really impressed it doesn't work on my 3ds i've I've got to play it on my my ds Lite, uh, but that's fine i've no issues (laughs) with that no issues that. But, yeah, it works really well. And then then it's got this, obviously, this uh, London Life or something it's called, this big RPG, 100-hour RPG on a Professor Layton game. So I'm right. interested. But you, you can only unlock that when you finish the main game. So I've got to finish the main game first, and then that unlocks it. At the end is a bonus. So I'll see how it goes. I'm liking it, though. It's, it's very similar, you know, similar sort of story. This time you've got to go to this like town where this uh, ghost thing is coming out. It's, they're always a bit Scooby-Doo. I always think the stories are a bit Scooby-Doo. Yeah, because yeah. it's like this giant ghost comes out at night and wrecks all the houses and stuff and then disappears in, the, you know, like a mist, like you know ghost mystery thing. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, and then the only other thing I've been playing is Infamous 2 Festival of Blood, and I love it. The, I got that in the sale, three ninety nine, so it was like four quid. And I'll get brilliant it's really really well done it's like infamous 2's sort of red dead redemption undead nightmare version of the game and it's it's, like a simpsons halloween special yeah it's so coolly done it's so and the setup is brilliant i love the way they set it up at the beginning and then the game itself is excellent 
It's really, really good, and yeah, very, very clever. Do you have to suck people's blood to like, stay alive or something? No, you 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 get the you get loads of special like vampire powers. So all the powers have changed. They've really put a lot of work into it for a, for a, like a spin-off game. It's in the same area though, right? Yeah, you're in the same place, uh, but you've still got the whole of the area to to use at your disposal. Um, but it's sort of this like you know it's based at this sort of festival night, like a Halloween type. It's not Halloween, but it's like a voodoo type festival thing. And the, and the Murray, the queen of the vampires, has risen again. And and basically, you know, obviously, the game is you sort of putting her back where she belongs, but she makes you into a vampire at the beginning. And then you get all these really cool powers. Does she and sparkle like diamonds when she's no, out? No, none, none of that malarkey. And and instead of, you know, the, the... I can't remember what it was called now. You know, the electric prong thing you had in Infamous 2. Um, well, you get a, a, a crucifix. Yeah, yeah. You get a crucifix version of that. Nice. It's it's just the attention to detail is excellent, and then you get this new power which you can like fly like a bat, and uh, as you and then around the city there's like breakable blood vials, and as you every time you break four of those or whatever, it, it increases the amount of blood, and that's how you use your special sort of flying power. And every time you deplete it, you have to bite humans to increase you it. Fl- you fly like a bat. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're you, blind. No. Oh. But guess what, right? And I was like, what? Guess what the controls are when you first sort of start playing on the flying bit? Uh, I don't know. Inverted, man. What is going on? Why Why do people... They're flying, like, flying's oh. okay, inverted. No, I didn't like it. I don't like it. Ups, up and downs, down, whatever you do. No, flying is different. No, not for me, because I end up going in the ground instead of up in the air. Well, you can change it to what you want. Well, that's what I did. Oh. That's what I did. But <laughs> Like it the other way. That's why it's the default. But some of the, and, and then stop doing it. Stop defaulting the freaking subtitles I on. I hate that. And then there's this cool vampire vision which you can use, and that like you get all these rooms and stuff, and get secret messages left in different places that give you little side missions to do. And then there's all the community stuff is still in there as well. You know where there's like the community um, quests and stuff that people can make for it. Well, they're all in there as well. It's proper cool. Very very good. I'm very impressed. So, yeah, I can wholeheartedly recommend it, you know, because I wasn't that bothered about it. And like I say, I only picked it up because it was cheap. And, yeah, it's brilliant. Really good. Really, really good. So, yeah. Probably checking out at some point. So that's it for me, really. And that's it for what we've been up to. So I guess it's uh, time for VLADOS. I guess it is. It is. And away we go! Indie Game Review. Review. What up, people? Vlados here for another indie game review. No, don't feel bad because I wasn't invited to the live show. I didn't even realize there was a live show. When was it? No, I wasn't listening live and sitting at home alone in the dark, hoping that someone would bring me onto the call. What live show? Anyway, this week's game is Alien Jelly, from a developer called Collective Mass. Wow. They have a slick website. Not exactly the most functional site I've ever been to, but it's really slick. Nice music and an interface that can only be described as slick. Very, very slick. Anyway, this week's game looks slick too, and it's sort of like Ila Milo in its gameplay. You move around sort on of. paths in 3D space, flopping around with a little box. And you pick up stuff. It's kinda tricky. But once you get the hang of it, it's not too bad. In fact, it's kind of fun. 
Kinda like the fun I probably would have had if I had been invited to the live podcast. But I wasn't, so instead I sat in my tiny little flat, all alone, watching old reruns of X Factor. But I don't feel neglected or dissed. Why do you assume that? There was a live show? I had no idea. No, don't feel bad. I'll just be sitting here in the dark, eating digestive biscuits dipped in water, because I can't afford tea. I'll be fine. Also, don't ever interrupt me again, Chinmi. I will find you and kill you. Asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, calm down. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's brilliant. God. I don't think she was bitter at all. She did, no, she, definitely not. Yeah, she seemed totally fine with it. <laughs> Let's things roll right off her. Oh my god! Um, yeah, Alien Jelly Chini. What did you think? I thought it was Ilo Milo. <laughs> it was a little bit Ilo Milo. Go on. No, 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 no. It was a little bit exactly Ilo. like. I mean, exactly like. Let's steal the, that rewind thing from Braid. Ilo Milo. <laughs> <laughs> good though. It was. I thought it was very well made. Very, I thought it was very good. the The graphics are good. The the titles are good. You know, like everything and the the music. Even though they stole licensed music, I don't think they're allowed to. It's good. Fine. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But you know, it's uh, it's Ilo Milo. It's fine. No. It's a cheap Ilo Milo. Though, to be yeah, honest. it's it's all right. You know, and it's, it's got kind of a little bit of charm to of its own with the alien jelly idea and stuff. You yeah. know, so it's dude, totally where the aliens go and all, all, the, all the humans go. That's what they say. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was quite a charming it's little game. Really, it's fine if you like Ilo Milo and you. You're I liked Ilo Milo. So just that kind like, of yeah. Sort of alien <laughs> song music to it. Yeah, it's uh, cool. It's funny. It's funny. Uh, yeah, I like it. That's right. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it though. No, no, I, I probably will do because I have got some odd points now. So I may, I may buy it. I mean, I'm tempted. I'm tempted because I liked Ilo Milo, but never paid for it. So the blob. Like, yeah. So I may pick this up as a cheaper Ilo Milo option. Um, Jude, what did you think? Yeah, I thought it was all right. I mean, you know, it looked good. It was, uh, there's a whole lot of stuff to try to keep track of at the beginning. There's a lot of text things popping up and stuff. But, um, you know, the gameplay was fine. It was decent. It was cute. Um, yeah, I didn't buy it, but uh, I had enough fun with the demo, I think. It looked great, though. I think for a, yeah, you know, for a, for an indie game, it's one of the better looking ones I've come across. Again, like the website and that company, you know, they know how to make good stuff that is polished and slick um so I w- again i wouldn't be shocked if these if these were sort of ex-game developers from some big studio or something because you tend to find the games that look that great tend yeah. to be people who've worked on they bigger games before they know how to do it again yeah yeah so i wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised if, they, if in their resume they haven't worked somewhere else you know yeah. but would, it would be interesting to do a bit of research if we can find out but yeah it's cool right uh, this week's middle part of the show. Here this we week's are. middle part of the show. We are in 2012, and I have got my secret list taken on a wooden floor. List. Fake wooden floor. Yeah, fake wooden floor list. Yeah. Released for the A3? No, no. <laughs> Actually, that would be funny if I had one of those. Uh, no, it's not free free, but it is for the releases and with some dates. Now, I don't know how many of these are going to be solid, uh, but it is from a, a fairly reputable source, shall we say. <laughs> Someone sent to me on Twitter. It was, uh, let me name and shame him. It was Nick. Well, his real name's not Nick. His real name's Mark. But it was uh, Notorious. Uh, Nemesis. No, it was, it was Nemesis, sorry. Yeah, so but his real name's 
His real name's Mark, and he said um, GTA 5 is listed on game for the 28th of December this year. Oh. So first of all, it ain't, it ain't coming out in December at all. No chance. No. Right? Um, <clears throat> second of all, uh, it would barely come this year. Third of all, one just game. Right, and then he had an email from Tesco saying it's coming in December as well. Bollocks! No. I think no. what's interesting about my list is it's not even on there, <laughs> so it's not even on as a maybe game. If it comes this year, it's yeah. October, November. Right? Yeah. I don't think it will. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I would be very shocked if it came out this year because don't no get me wrong. I think it. I should. I think me and Nemesis should have a bet. Yeah, it's never coming. There's no reason for them to release it as long as the the only way this will get released right this year is is if uh, you know Max Payne three bombed or it didn't do very well. That's it. Only even then, I don't think they would. No, not unless it's ready. If it's not ready, you know, not many rock stars, rock star games don't sell. No. So what you like about Alan Noir? It's still sold. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I I don't. I doubt it. I would be very shocked if it came out. So uh, you know. Yeah. Well, let's let's get I into think the I should games. Bet this guy. Should I bet him? Shall you bet him? Are you going to bet what him? Should I bet? What should I, I bet? I don't know. Are you going to bet him? I don't know. So what I thought we'd do is we'd do the games we're most interested in this week, and then next week we'll do sort of the best of the rest that's, that we haven't talked about. Does that sound good? Sounds yes. Good. So we've all highlighted the ones we want to talk about. Affirmative. Uh, and the first one's one of mine, so I'm going to talk about this, um, which is coming out pretty soon. Okay, so it's it's coming out in in America. It's the thirty first of January, so it's sort of not long off, and obviously three days later in the UK, uh, and that's a game called Never Dead. Have you have you heard about this? Nope. Okay, is that the one where you, you can you, you can get shot so much that you, you can't just die? Head left. Yeah, you can't and die. Then you roll around with your head, and you, it's like Katamari. Then you have to kind of and you have to pick um, all your other body parts. I have now, heard this, yes. Now, this is by Rebellion, who did the original Aliens vs. Predator and then the remake mm-hmm. of Aliens vs. Predator, etc. So they've got a track record. I mean, not maybe the best one. I mean, the earlier game was, was really good, but there's the second Aliens vs. Predator. You this know. kind of sounds like a comedy game. It, it, it looks like a... Now, I've watched a few gameplay trailers for this just to get, a, you know, get an idea you know, of what it's all about. I mean... To, to put it into perspective, right, the, this is what it says about the gameplay. Now, there is a chance, there is a chance that this, this game, you, you basically, the only way the game ends is if your partner dies. So you've got a, a woman partner in the game and you've got to protect her by taking the punishment as it happens, you know what I mean? So you've got to keep her safe. So it could be one huge escort mission, I'm not sure. Um, yeah. But it, it looks kind of fun and it, it doesn't look the, the greatest graphical powerhouse or anything like that but it, it did look quite fun and the 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 trailers for it are definitely tongue firmly pushed in cheek you know yeah. the way they show the trailers and and the way it's, they're presenting it it's kind of gimmicky at the moment like i don't know it depends yeah yeah depends how, i mean look that that would lose its appeal after a couple of hours I, i'd imagine possibly but i did see on one of the gameplay footage things that i watched on youtube there is a part where he was shooting at a, like an enemy they shot his leg off or his leg became removed and then the character in the game was hopping around whilst he was shooting <laughs> so it, definitely, it does look funny <laughs> I did have a chuckle at that, you know, like, oh, that's kind of funny. So this could be a renter, probably. I don't think it could oh, yeah. be a buyer, but I think it could be a renter. If you want something just to have a bit of a grin at at the end of January, this could definitely be worth it. It's January. 
Yeah, this is and well, thirty first beginning of Feb for us. Mm. So it's it's not lo- it's not far off at all. You know that that one's sort of nearly here. That's nearly here. Um, so the next one's one of yours. Not that bothered about, but the next one's yours, Chinny. Uh, uh, inversion. Uh, I'll give you a clue. Inversion. There. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll play, we played this at the. Uh, we did at the at the Eurogamer thing, and you know, inversion is like <clears throat> you can shift gravity and all this, and it's, I don't know. It, that again, very gimmicky. It was Always probably think. one of the because we played a few third person action games, and it was probably the best of a bad bunch because none of them really sort it of did, stood it out. It looked nice. He didn't. He didn't play very nice though. Yeah, he didn't feel very nice when you move the characters around and stuff. Um, I imagine this is definitely a rental, right? And I imagine it would get depending, you know, what's out at the same time. If it, if there's nothing else, out, it would probably get, you know sevens out of tens you know what I mean like if, but if there's something else good at the time it would struggle to get like a, a seven I, I, I don't think it's going to blow anyone away we won't remember this game this will be a game that will be released this year and we'll forget by the end of the year that it ever came out I think yeah but, no, I, I would with you I think it's going to be a, a pretty average third person action game yeah it's going to be pretty it's going to be like Fracture remember yeah. anybody remember Fracture <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? it's got like one kind of gimmick where you can alter the land and yeah. People played it to build a game around, isn't it? Well, I think that's the problem with these types of games. They come up with a, a mechanic and go, "Yeah, that'd be really yeah, cool for Singularity." Well, yeah, but Singularity, yes, but it did. But what Singularity did really well is it didn't use it all the time. It was sort of only in necessary situations in its use. Yeah, yeah, and that I it think was, that was you know, it was it was presented well. The atmosphere was, you know. Um, it, people compared Singularity to Bioshock. So Singularity was a there. great game. It was a great yeah, game. Yeah. A great game. But, but Fracture was not. No. Inversion, by the way, for anyone who's interested, that's out on the 7th of Feb uh, and the 10th in the UK. So that's that's not so far off. Um, and the next one's another one of yours, Chinny, which is The Darkness 2. Now, this is in a darker colour, which means you're, you're, you're more anti. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of The Darkness. I enjoyed The Darkness. I thought it was a good game. I think this is going to be probably... One of the better games early on in, in the year. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to this. Looking forward to it. I mean, this is coming out on the same date as Inversion. So, which which are you gonna go for? You know what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah, well, it's gonna be the Darkness. The Darkness two or yeah, it's gonna be that. But you know, it's uh, quad wielding. That's what they uh, proposed. That's the gimmick in this one. Quad wielding. You can wield four weapons at the same time. Uh, you know. So, I, I enjoyed the Donners. I'm a bit worried because uh, it's not the same people. No, but the, but these are the guys who made Bioshock 2. You know and, what I mean? And Dark Sector, though. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> but, but Bioshock 2, in its defence, wasn't that bad a game. You know, well, I, mean, I mean, you pretend it doesn't exist. I've played it and finished it, and... <clears throat> for everything you didn't like about the idea of there being a second game, they actually did a good job of developing that game, and it looked yep. nice and it played well, you know. So I don't know. I think this could be kind of alright. I think it's. I think it looks alright. I, I, I think it could be a, a decent game. Yeah, yeah. Definitely um, one of the ones early on in the year that that'll be uh, making an impression. I think. 
Yeah, I definitely yeah. think that's worth a looking right. Um, oh, yes. So that, again, is on the 7th of Feb, apparently, in the 10th in the UK, so not too far away, really. Um, okay, next one is uh, Dukes. Um, yeah. And this this he's picked a game that isn't... Covered. That I'm never going to play. Yeah. 20, 21st of the 2nd uh, <laughs> and 24th of the 2nd for the UK. Uh Touch my Katamari. I mean, did you pick it just purely on title alone? Is that why you yeah, picked this game? Katamari game, and I think the Katamari games are really cool and fun and silly. Um, but they're, you know, whatever. I, I, I'll never play it because I'll never get a PS Vita, but I'm happy to see that they're still making them. I'm happy to see that the Katamari series is considered good enough to be sort of a flagship title for the PS systems. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we should mention though while we're talking because there aren't many PS Vita games on there, but all supposedly on the same date coming out for the PS Vita are Uncharted: Golden Abyss, which is also the fifteenth of the second, um, Hot Shots: Golf World, which is the fifteenth of the second, Wipeout twenty forty eight, um, which is also another. So I'm guessing this is is this the launch date for the Vita? I'd say so. I think that must be. I think that must be. Is it? I'm assuming it's been confirmed the launch date. None of us, are, none of us care about the Vita. No, right? no. But I'm reckoning this is the American launch. So this is what it's it's uh, releasing with anyway. So people um, are really looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah, touch my Katamari. Yeah, so there you go. You missed binary domains. Oh yeah, I did. You're right. Sorry, I did. I'm sorry. It's because it was in a in a lighter shade of pink. Uh, but yeah, binary domain. We played this as well, didn't we? This is another game we played. We did. I'm a little bit more interested in this one. Really? Why? Why? What changed? Because it's so stupid. Like, like this was a Japanese one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I quite like this. I, it was basically Duke for you, right? So you know, okay. you're this you're this dude, right? And you can pick your yes. squad, right? right? And depending on certain decisions you make in the mission, right? Um, the squad will like like the certain things that you'll say. Some people on this on your squad will like you. Some people don't. So, for example, it started. Remember, it's Japanese, so forgive me. All right, yeah. um, it starts out, and like this woman gives you a bit of a bit of grief about something, right? Yeah. And you can have a resp- you can give her a response such as, um, you know, that's a fine arse you've got on you, or you know, you're right, we shouldn't do that, right? right. And obviously, if you say the second one, she'll like you, but the yeah. guy you, that you're with won't. But if you say the sexist thing. He'll like it, and she won't. Kind of like in Bioware games, sometimes that happens. uh, But look, this is in a third-person shooter. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's it's a little bit more camp, but this is in a third-person shooter, and it's kind of like they won't always do what you ask them to because you're not getting on with them, or, you know, like, it's the... uh, I think that's a kind of... a a unique enough idea. Uh, A better idea than shifting gravity around. For a third-person shooter, (laughs) I I think so. I I thought that was kind of cool. This is um, from a brand-new studio. Uh, yeah, from Yakuza Studio, and it's the people who created the original Yakuza video games. Oh yeah. yeah. So you know they've got again they've got the track record, but not in this genre. So it's interesting that they've gone down you're, this route. You're basically fighting Terminator robots in it as well, um, which is fine, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it was. It was there was a there's like a cool boss fight in the demo we played, and that was all right, wasn't it? The boss fight it was, was all right. Cool. Yeah, you jump on his back and yeah, it was all right. But well, I, you know, it could be okay. It could be okay. The next, the next one's one of mine that I've sort of. I, I don't know whether this could be good. This could be good. I know, I know what you're gonna say. Uh, it's called Azura's Wrath or Azura's Wrath. Azura's Azura's Wrath, and it is basically a male version of Bayonetta. 
from what oh, I've seen. Oh, boy, where do I put my pre-order? <laughs> and it is, like, completely... Is his, hair, is his body made out of hair? <laughs> no, made... but it's that totally over-the-top sort of, you know, crazy gun and sort of sword play all at the same time. And, yeah, it it, it could I be... I know, it, it could be the kind of thing that I'd like, though, I think, potentially. You know, it's certainly something that, I, I don't know, I reckon I could play this and enjoy 13-year-old's it. 13-year-old's wet dream. Yeah, it's, it's from, you know, Capcom are, are sort of uh, doing it. And the the people who were, who were making it, you know, and GH Rock is going to wet himself now, but they did all the Naruto games uh, for the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, PlayStation Portable. So, you know, he's going to like it, isn't he? You know what yep. I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, but it looks kind of cool. I think it looks kind of cool. Um, so we'll see. I mean, interestingly, just going back to Never Dead, if you looked at that, you'd think that was a Japanese game because it looks very Japanese in its presentation and stuff. Yeah. And uh, they've got all anime actors playing all the parts in the game, but it's actually uh, a British studio on the internet rebellion. So, yeah, it's an interesting take that they've done. Uh, but it's been directed by a Japanese director, so it's quite interesting. So, yeah. So, yeah, I reckon Azura's Wrath could be quite good one. One to, one to watch if you like the hacky-slashy genre of games. But those Rebellion people haven't got a great track record, though. Well, they, they have in the past, but not so much now. They made, they, they made Rogue Warrior. I know. <laughs> a game which I'm convinced... Yeah, that might be great. That, which, a game which I'm convinced they only got Mickey Rourke to say all those stupid things so they could make that funny song at the end. Smash that's, the, that's the only reason they got him to say all those lyrics. <laughs> No, I agree, I agree, but, you know, we've got to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think, he, like we said before, it could be a fun game. We have given the benefit of the doubt on Aliens vs. Predator, and they didn't come for it. <laughs> yeah, look how that turned out. Now, if you speak yeah. to Quamrian, he loved that game. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I, mean? I don't love. I've got a question to Quamrian's taste, though, with those indie games. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, You've got to question it, yeah. Okay, the next one you've you've darkened out here, Chini, haven't you? This one's a, a very syndicate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, syndicate. You can kind of um, possess people's minds and stuff. It's a reboot oh, of a psyops back in the day. Psyops, sort of like psyops, no like psychological operations. Oh, did I? It was a pretty cool game. You could like you could use. There were like four different powers, and there was like telekinesis and like mind reading, and then I think you could like go in and like possess another person so you could pick up you know like if there's two guards on the tower you can possess one of them and make them shoot the other one then shoot himself and then like move on it was pretty yeah cool. remember, you can do all that stuff in this game oh nice i remember That's the uh, there was a game called second sight was it or something oh uh, yeah i never played that yeah. one it was, i think that had similar mechanics but but this yeah, is that... like, i think i think i've got pretty high hopes for this because it's by Starbreeze who obviously the last game they made The Darkness yeah and the Chronicles of Redux Salt and Dark Athena was the last game more importantly made. though they made The Darkness they did be made it. so it's three years since he made a game so yeah they, they do like to take their time I, I think this could be one to what this could be a surprise hit of the year that people aren't really looking for you know I think this could be one of the under the radar type games I don't think it's under the radar I think people well, are talk- I think people I, are talking about this I think they are but it's only come later Late this year, though, they've only started talking. Yeah, but they only announced it late this year. Yeah, I guess. But it's coming out pretty soon as well, because it's Feb. Yeah, because everybody said, how, how weird is that? They announced it, and it's coming out very soon. Like, everybody yeah. was kind of talking about it. Um, I think it's going to be good. It looks good. There's no reason for me to, to doubt it. It's a, it's a good developer. They've yeah. made good games yeah. before. Um, it has got looks like it's going to be interesting. You, know, you can possess other people. It's co-op as well. 
Yeah, uh, the Hoggers co-op. It's your co-op partners. Possession Don't co-op. Mac and cheese. Uh, it, it looks sort of very bit Deus Ex-ish as well. You know that sort uh, of uh, universe. Uh, you know, very sort of cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Yeah, that's going to be a new thing this year. I think. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to turn out really well. Yeah, I'm with you. I've, I've hoping very good. I, tr- I trust that developer. I think. Like, I, you know, not not as much as I'd trust Bioware or Rockstar or something, but I I trust them to to kind of deliver on a on a decent experience. I do. I don't think they've made any real duffer games, have they? You know what I mean? They've, no. they, you know, Riddick, Riddick is is love it or hate it with some people. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think they've ever made what you consider a duffer, have they? You know, one that you go, "Poor, that was rubbish." They've you know. always made games that are good, that have good atmosphere and good. Mm settings and, and environments and I, I'd imagine that Syndicate's going to be more of the same. I mean, I, lo- I love the Darkness. I thought the original Darkness was a really good game to play. It was a lot So, uh, I'm guessing we're all excited for the next game on this list that we're... Nah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> so on the sixth sixth of March, this one, so not too again, not too far away really when you think about it. Uh, the sixth of March, yeah. Mass Effect Three. Yeah. Or the there, ninth, were, sorry, there were two other ones. I never played any of them. <laughs> now that is funny. <laughs> yes, this is gonna be awesome. I can't wait. I'll be able to use Connect yeah. to order my people around. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know that's my most disappointing thing about this game. It's like, <laughs> why, 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 why did you? Uh, do you want to connect? That's why. You're I, the reason why this I game. I know, but I don't. It. I don't want it. And also because in every game. Because now they think you want it in everything. And also because Microsoft went over to Bioware and said, can you put this in? Here's a bunch of money. Put this stupid mechanic in. And they went, okay. I think what's funny, right? Obviously, I never... You know, the squad commands were all... They said, actually, does Stu Fowler have a connect? Yeah. Okay, well, then we'll put it in. That's it. But you know, obviously, the squad commands were there in the first game and the second game, so you can tell your squad where to go and you know, and, you know to this day i've never used no for- and i haven't i never use it if they died i just would like you know that they get revived once i finish killing everybody you know it's yeah, like it's- be fine they'll, they'll wake up uh, right. like, we- generally speaking they do what you do so yeah. that's fine. all i need but Shoot i mean if i can just shout out you know whatever squad right See, or squad love it. i might do it i might do that i go <laughs> yeah because they're, they're baffing yeah. around my shoulder buttons so I just actually at one point you're gonna be like millie go pick up your room and then suddenly here goes garris <laughs> and he's like my room's all clean now what, like, what? <laughs> so yeah i think this is um the first big title apart from ghost recon future soldier which we i guess we're going to talk about actually because nobody's highlighted that <sighs> interesting uh, I've, you know, I've, I've never played yeah. one literally i've never played one of these so i just i mean i'm interested i want to see what all the hype is but I'm not going to run out and get it day one, unless everybody's playing it and sending me invites, in which case I might go get it. I have been known to do that. Okay, then. Okay, then. Um, so, yeah, I think Mass Effect 3, yeah, I think that'll be a definite buy for me. Are, are you guys buying this? Are you going to get a day one, Duke? Uh, oh, that's a big question. Probably not. I mean, I, I didn't... I got Mass Effect 2 used... Right, okay. So, so, I don't know. I mean, for some reason, I'm not ever driven to go get those as soon as they come out. I don't really Skyrim, know. Skyrim, Skyrim. I know, it's weird. Like, Skyrim was, like, so ready. Yes. I wonder if it's because it was such a long wait after Oblivion. 
Like maybe it hasn't been long enough since Mass Effect Two for me to go race out and get it. No, oh, well, after way, but I, I think I'll get it. I mean, Mass Effect Two was a funny experience for me because it took me sort of two separate time periods to finish it because I started it and played it for a long time and then got distracted with other stuff and then came back and finished it. So I don't know where I, I think this one I'm going to try and play through all in one go, you know, and and sort of yeah, do that. I'm going to try and do sort that. of what I'm doing with Skyrim is playing it and leaving it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I've I've been guilty of that, so you know. We'll see what happens. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, another game that none of us are supposedly releasing on the same date. Releasing on the same date as Mass Effect 3. I can't Ooh, see that's that. That's going to be tough if I've got to buy one of those. I can't see that happening, can you? Both In, in both hands, just go in. No, I'll be. Although they're completely different types of games, so that's possible. You know, it's yeah. not like they're competing. Um, yeah. But yeah, Max Payne 3. On the same, on the sixth of the third, also on the sixth of March and the ninth in the UK. So, is it, are these going to be on the same day? I don't know. But what, what do you think, Max Payne three? A definite day one buy for you, uh, Ginny? What do you think? Definitely. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, I think that's a no-brainer, really. Yep. I mean, that's no-brainer. It's going to be an expensive month that month. Yep. <laughs> is this open world or is it like? No nope. other Max Payne games. We don't really know. We, no, it's know. A more focused, isn't it? This one. It's, it's like the other Max Payne. It's going to be a linear game. Yeah. Uh, Rockstar don't make very many linear third person. Yeah, I was going to say. When was the last time they made a linear game? Uh, Manhunt, probably. Yeah, yeah, Manhunt, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, but it's it's all about like fluid body movement. So they yeah. want you to to kind of have that twitch gameplay, but they don't want the character to move. Like instantly from left to right, you know. What I mean, they want it to look fluid, but they want to move. Bullet time will be back. Bullet time yes, is back in, in a big way. Back. It's it's kind of like beautiful gun battles. That's what they you know aim for. I'd really like to see if somebody could take the trailer for this game and like break it down and like talk about it. That would be yeah. very helpful to me. That would be very helpful. You, maybe you should go to the Veteran Gamers uh, YouTube channel, which is Veteran Gamers UK. Yeah, that would you be cool. Max Payne, Veteran Gamers on, is. On, on, sorry. It's hard to find where that YouTube channel is. Like, if you go to our site, how do you get to it from there? Oh, you can just go to the top right of the page. Oh, that's oh, convenient. That's handy. I'll have Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Oh, wow. Nice. Who'd have known? What if you just type in Veteran Gamers Max Payne into YouTube? It'll come up. No problem. See, I wish I'd have known that before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Tell you. You could also um, see our other video that we put up. Yeah, I think I I will definitely uh, be You know, buying. the video that took me five I know. days. I know, yeah. Never you know, mentioned. I wish more people had seen that. Cause it's, never mentioned. It's, it's, never, it's definitely deserves more views. Let's not mention it. Yeah, yeah. People <laughs> should go and look at that unmentioned video. It's it's definitely worth looking at. Bow. Bang. Um, yeah, I think I'll definitely buy this day one. I think it's going to be a day one purchase for me. And, uh, day one. Because I, I like Max Payne up until that stupid bit where you're walking on the thing. I never played two. I've got it. I've got the original X. Two's all right. They're both pretty short. Yeah. Yeah. Both pretty short games. Two was good. I well, the two. great atmosphere. I just hope they've still captured that sort of really dark sort of... I, well, I thought that. Impressive. I, like, I hope, I hope they, they, they captured that again. And then when I watched yeah. the trailer when it was released and they played the Max Payne music, mm. right, I was just like, I instantly want to play Max Payne again. Yeah. Like, I just can't wait to play it again. It's going to be great. Because I think as long as... If, that's, to me, the biggest thing with Max Payne is that it's got that dark and sort of moody and... Well, you know, we're in the light now. We're in, we're in you know... Brazil. I know. I know. And that's why I'm a bit like, ooh. But we'll see. I'm sure they'll... I'm, I'm, I've got faith. I have yeah. faith. I think it's still a noir 
game, you know, it's noir setting and stuff. It's, it doesn't have to be that night to, to, for it to be classed as a noir uh, yeah. game. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll see. Um, uh, you're, you've done the next one as well. Uh, next one from you. Mass Effect 3 and Max Payne 3. Jesus. And then another one. Another one from you. Oh, yeah, Ninja Garden 3. Uh, uh, what? I'm with you. I am with you. What? Yeah. Did y'all play the last one? No, but we played this one. Well, we played this one, Duke. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Very good. I was, was pretty impressed. Yeah. Yeah, very impressed. Oh, yeah. I didn't like two at all. I thought two was was crap. Do you know um, what you know was great about this game, right? You could play it, yeah, be making an omelette and having a cup of tea and dipping a biscuit all at the same time and still doing okay, couldn't you? You could do yeah. that. Yeah. It's kind of like press A to win, but yeah. and I had no idea what I was doing, and I looked great doing it. You know? it's it's kind of like guilty fun. I think it, I won't be the the problem with it is that it's releasing at the same time as Mass Effect Three and Max Payne Three, so yeah. I won't play it when it's released. I probably won't. For some play reason, it. it's one day later on the on the American. This is why I don't trust these these. Yeah. But they are from a reputable source. They are these are actually from a very reputable source, really. Well, let's let we should track these dates and see how reputable yeah. it is then. Yeah. Um. But I. I I'll, I'll, I'll play it in a dry dry period. You know, I'd play it in the dry. The the summer when nothing's out probably. Need yeah, I think it, again, you know, a bit like Never Dead. This it could be a bit of a, a filler game. You know, where you're a bit bored and you're like, I need some of that's just less sort of intense and just a bit more fun, you know, just just like a proper video game, you know, like a game game. Yeah. You know, and I think this could be it. I think this could... I'm not after art, I just want... No, I just want just to kick just ass. Just want to cut shit up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just want to cut yeah. shit up. That's, that's a great way of putting it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the next one's mine, right? And, you know, I, I, I had to do this. I had to do it. Uh, but, yeah... On the 3rd of April, Yakuza Dead Souls. Oh, yeah, it's coming. <laughs> oh, it's going to be really? real. It's going to be excellent. Like anybody fucking gives a shit. You're so wrong. A lot of people give a shit about this game series. Yeah. No, where yeah. they are. Japan. No, they're not. They're not. A lot of people in the West like this game. Well, do you know where they want to be? <laughs> you can't do it. Man. Oh my god! But they, look, just to show you how crazy this is, the plot of this game. Are you ready? The game is set during a zombie outbreak. A big departure. Stop. Stop right there! <laughs> what? What? I just go uh, ahead. From the storyline of the series to this point, the game is set during April 2011 when the residents have become zombies. The Japan ground self uh, self defense force was called in to contain the outbreak, but were unsuccessful. Now only one soldier remains alive. After receiving a phone call from a mysterious man who was kidnapped, Haruka Kiryu returns Haruka to Okiwana. Now four men are the only hope. The mysterious moneylender Shun Akiyama, a feared Yakuza and construction company on the mad dog, Agora Majama, the dragon of Kansai, who has finally awoken from a long sleep, Ryujo Goda, and the legendary former Yakuza, Kazuba Kiryu. Uh, these four men are the only people who can defend the town and must fight to save it. So basically, you're defending the whole of the city against us. And there's only you four to do that job. <laughs> wow. It's got to be brilliant. 
Yeah. Oh, it's got to be ace. And the, and the multiple plotline returns as well, so they're going to have multiple playable characters all having a different part in the story and stuff, which is was really well done in Yakuza 4. So, so it's going to be great. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Um, Still intend on trying Yakuza 3. Yeah, you should do. It's good. It's, more, it's much better than you think. That's it's a great thing to put on the box. Yeah, it's much, well, it is because your expectation is very low, isn't it? But <clears> I think you'll find. So what's the last one? Is it four? Yeah, Yakuza Four was excellent. But this one is five. Yes, but it's not. It's Yakuza Dead Souls. So, okay. I don't know. It's not. It is. It is five, but it's not being classed as five. I think uh-huh. this is a bit of a departure, a bit of a side story. I don't think this is actually connected to any of the other games. So. Fair enough. Um, next one's you. It's very light pink. This one. Yeah, I, I think this should be darker. If I'm being honest, I think this All right. could be better. I mean, this there you be, go. Yeah, there you go. That's better. We're, we're better. grading the, how much we care about the games, people, by how dark we've highlighted the the, yeah. the, the box. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, Prey two. Yeah, yeah. I think this I think good. I think this could be a hit. Yeah, I do. I do. I think it could be an early of the year hit. Uh, we don't know a lot about it, but people are pl- saying Blade Runner. Yeah. Well. It's very, very, only very loosely connected to the original, um, the original game, isn't it? It's uh, it's first person shooter again, um, but it's a, a US Marvel. cyberpunk again. Yeah, cyberpunk. Uh, people, people are comparing it to Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, looks cool to me. All right, okay. I didn't know this. I've just been I've obviously wikiing it just to see what the plot line is. But apparently, you start the game as a passenger on a flight, which suddenly crashes into the sphere. Yeah. Uh, the crash is shown in the original Prey. That's right. And at the end of the short battle with some aliens, he's knocked unconscious, after which the plot jumps forward several years. Samuels is now a bounty hunter on the alien word of exit. There you go, see? Where he's Bye aware of his, yeah, profession of his retained his skills. He has no memory of what happened in the time that has passed since his abduction. He initially believes himself to be the only human in Exodus until he runs into Damasi Tommy Twadler, whatever. Uh, whatever. Uh, so he, he comes across Tommy from the original game, uh, whom he has uh, himself to be the only human exorcist until he runs into him. So, yeah. So, there you go. People people who've played this game are saying that it's looking good. So, I think... I think this this could be a sleeper. I don't think it will be a sleeper. It can't be a sleeper yet, because it's not out. True, true. It has, to be, it has to be when it's out and no one's talking about it, then it's a sleeper. Maybe. We'll see. I think this could be one to watch. Just like the, 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 the two weeks before a game's releasing is whether you know it's coming or not. True. You know? Could be kind of good. I think we'll have to wait and see. Could be kind of good. Yeah, the next one is, is what. This is a dark one for me again, another dark one. Although it's, dark. it's not a new game. And I didn't realise this, but this is 360 only. They're not doing a, a port. Really? Yes, three. Yeah, it's only 360. This is the first. Because uh, Yakuza obviously is an exclusive PS3 that we've talked about. Uh, but this is the first um, 360 exclusive of the year, I think. But it's not really exclusive, but console exclusive, I guess. It's just exclusive by default, really. Yeah, exclusive by default, because they've only ported it to this. But yeah, The Witcher 2, Assassins of Kings. All right. I think this could be good. I think, And, and it's a year where there's not a ton of RPGs coming out that we're aware of, is there really? Well, you've got Mass Effect 3. Yeah, but apart from that... You know, there was quite a few this year. Borderlands 2 is an RPG. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. Bordering on. <laughs> Do you see what? Uh, uh, you see, I think of Borderlands as being as a more action RPG, which I guess it is an RPG, but it's more action orientated than. It's very RPG stuff. It is. No, I totally agree. It's sort of very MMO ish, 
I always think Borderlands. And these are only the games that we know about. There's going to be tons of yeah, games. I'm, you know, I mean, but I can't... This is a list of games next year. It's going to be a very small... It's not very a big year, but like, there's going to be no, a ton I of mean, games. There's a lot, of the, a lot that I haven't included when I was going through the list. I didn't include everything that was coming out next no. And there's, when you think about it, there's still a lot of games on this list and a lot of money to be spent if you buy all of them, though. And that's, oh, yeah. that's the scary thing. It's like there's still a lot of stuff to be bought. Um, but yeah, The Witcher 2, I think I like the idea of that third-person sort of action RPG where, you, where you're sort of time-based, you know, battling and stuff like that. I think it could be kind of cool because I think it's, it's very much skill-based as well as leveling, leveling up your character. So it's not totally reliant on just being badass with you, with the amount of stuff that and protection and armor and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So yeah, I think this could be kind of cool, kind of cool. Um, yeah, next one up. What am I? It's not as as sort of dark. This is a bit. Have you played the first one of this game? I have. I have. I played it for quite a long time, actually. I played it for about. I have no interest in either one of them. About five hours. It's all right. Actually, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, but it's it's one of those games. Once you you get to a point where you're like, all right, I've I've sort of had me fill of this now, and I'm not that bothered about the story. But it was a lot of fun while I was doing it. And what is it? Prototype two. Prototype. It's type two. The first one's actually a lot. Of, I think you'd you'd sort of enjoy it just as something, just sort to have some fun it. with. It's again, it's a it's a, a fun completely over the top. The biggest issue with the original prototype is it just give you too much stuff. It's like every five minutes you unlock another power, and now you've yeah. got this power, and now you've got this power, and by the time you've sort of unlocked all it, you can't remember what any of them do, because mm. they don't drip feed it to you. They just give you everything in the first hour. Uh, yeah. So, uh, by the way, Duke, anything, anything to say in The Witcher Two? Are you gonna get it? Are you interested? Uh, uh, eventually, maybe. Again, like I'll probably get it used somewhere, but not dying to run out and get it right away. Yeah, I think I know, it's worth looking at. It's worth looking at. What about Prototype 2, though? You definitely want to play that, though. I've never played the first one, so... Yeah. I would need to go back and play Me that first. neither. I don't think it matters. I don't think it would matter if you well, didn't play the first one. It matters to me. Oh, of course it does. Yeah. But yeah, and, and I don't know. I reckon it could be kind of cool. Uh, um, right, okay. This one. This one's very dark red. Uh, this next one. Ginny, do you want to... Uh, and we've supposedly got a date, which is the uh, second... Of August, which actually is would be about right, I would have to say. I don't think so. Um, I so the original, the original one released around this time frame. It was an August game, wasn't it? What's the game? Go on, Chinny. Tell us again. Bio- Bioshock Infinite. Infinite! Finite! The root word is finite! There is no A in infinite! Oh. This drives me crazy! Finite is the root word. Uh, is that my spelling? Fix it now! Yes, it is. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't really care. I just like making a big deal. I thought I copied it off the thing, so yeah. Anyway, it, it may have been the spelling on the you list. Tell I don't care about how much I'm yelling. I'll just, I'll just say. Who cares? Uh, Bioshock Infinite. But yeah, the, the original, just, yes, just it looks awesome. interest, the original one, August the 21st, it released. I think it's a good window. August window is a good window if you want to clear run and get everybody to buy it. We need to keep this, this, um, this. I will keep it. Well, it's not going anywhere. It's on Google. And we need to, we need to track what what releases because I, I I don't I'm doubting this list. <laughs> doubting it. Well, we'll see. Um, we'll see. Yeah. So Bioshock looked great. I think everybody in this in this in this room is uh, is looking forward to it. Am I right? Am I right? You're definitely right. 
Except for Silent Bob over here in the corner. He's not at all interested, are you, Silent Bob? No, he's shaking his head. No, he doesn't care. I'm, I'm with you here. This, I could, this, this potential game of the year, isn't it? It's potential game of the year, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah Unless GTA said. comes out in so long. <laughs> no longer. Yeah, I think... Sorry, this, Ken Levine. You know, I think, you know, Mass Effect 3's got a chance, but it's, uh, you know, even though this is sort of a sequel, it is not, it's not a sequel from what we've seen of it. It is... You know, but it's not in the same universe, and there's new stuff going on in it. Almost, I'm going to say this now about Mass Effect Three. Right, I don't think it will win many Game of the Years. No, I, I'm. I think it depends how it wraps up the story. Because, yeah. right, because two was such a jump from one, people wasn't expecting it. Right, and they'll change certain things in three that people logged in two, and I think the third one is tricky. Kind of like how Uncharted Three was many people's Game of the Year. But it was still good. But like, you know, like it was such a jump that I think people. I don't think Mass Effect. It'll be up there, but I don't think Mass Effect Three will be many game of the years. No, I think I'm with you. I think my I think theory. Bioshock Infinite, and and Max Payne. We've got to, you know that may turn out to be a, a, an interesting proposition. So I think we've got to wait and see what they do as well. You see, we know what to expect with Mass Effect Three to a certain extent. But yeah. with Bioshock Infinite and, and Max Payne 3, we don't really do. We've got, you know, we're not going to get bullet time, but apart from that, we don't know anything else about that game, really. And yeah. uh, Bioshock, we know what we've seen, and the voice acting looks absolutely stunning, and the, the dialogue looks brilliant, and the story yep. looks excellent, and oh, it just looks like craziness. So, craziness. Oh, I can't wait. What about you, Duke? Are you, are you excited for this? Come on. Yeah, I am excited for this. I mean, you know, the previews have made it clear that we have something special on our hands and that's why i think you know as much as i'm looking forward to mass effect 3 i don't think it's going to be radically different from mass effect 2 or 1 you know what i mean and mm-hmm. and i think that bioshock infinite is going to be something that stands apart from other games that we've seen so. did you did you see the um the video showing you how they got to act out the scene where the horse dies did you no. see that yeah there's a scene in one of the previews in it atreyu <laughs> No. And it shows it shows a horse dying, and then they get transported to the real world, and then back again, don't they? Like like a, another in, there seems to be a I don't know, like a, an alternate universe thing going on as well. I was trying to be on media blackout, but I guess so long to that. Oh well, it's not. I don't think it's a spoiler, really. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, this horse dies, right? And and then it showed them actually re- doing the voice work for that part of it, and. They they produced shot a dog right in front of her. To make well, it was her. almost it was almost that bad. They didn't do that, but they were shouting at her. They were being really abusive towards her. They were calling her really nasty names and stuff to make her really upset. And but it worked. I mean, the, and then she and every time she sort of did it, and then she go, you, "You need to be you need to be more horrible to me. Just be more horrible to me." <laughs> I mean, really, See that method acting, man. I really respect that because yeah. I remember I don't remember what it, well, I was doing a play when I was in high school and. It called for, you know, the other person to really sort of shake me up, you know, and like, you know, kind of be a jerk to me and like kind of get a little physically rough. And I said, come on, I can take it. And the dude was like, no, I don't want to hurt you. I'm like, screw that. We're acting. Come on, let's get in the moment. And he was like, no, no, no. And I was like, come on, dude, you need to lose yourself in this moment a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's what it was like. Did he do it? Did he lose himself? No, he never did. 
But but look it up on the internet. Then I became a rapper in Detroit, and I really lost yeah. myself. <laughs> and I lose yourself <laughs> in the moment. Oh, um, but yeah, look it up on the internet, and it, it does look great. It does, look, and and even the, and you can see the standard of acting that's going to be in this game is is just fantastic. And there's no Nolan North, woo, <laughs> for a change. Anyway, where was Nolan we... North in Bioshock? But he isn't. No, he isn't. Yeah, but you you said there's no Nolan North in this. Yeah. That led me to think there's no Nolan North. There was a Nolan North in Bioshock. One. No, no, but he got his in everything, isn't he? So you know what I mean. So there's. Uh, I mean, we love him. We love him, but he can't be in every single game. He's in this podcast now. He is, yeah. Um, Borderlands Two next up. Borderlands. Yep. 2. Yep. It's going to be good. Hopefully. I think so. I think so. I think the only the risk with this for me is that it could just be more of the same. That's a risk. Yeah. I'm hoping that there'll be a lot more. That there'll be a lot, a, a lot new, but enough old for it to be Borderlands, you know. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, do you know what I think? And even if that different ending, be happy with this because what I mostly want is more Borderlands. Yeah, but what about if it had six player co-op instead of four? Eh, I don't know about right. that. Like, I, I hardly play with four. So much. Oh, I did. I think the the beauty of that game for me was playing with lots of other people. I hardly played with four people, so. You know, it wasn't very often I played before. It was usually two, maybe three. So, I probably made like six player calls. That doesn't bother. That, that, to me, that doesn't make the game better. For me, I think he's just kind of like, you know, less fetch questy ish. Yeah. Yeah. More interesting environments because it's a bit bland after a while. Um, and how fun and interesting the perks trees can be. You know what, like that turret that you can get as a soldier is cool. You know more stuff like that, but I think like kind of like the other perks on the other characters wasn't as cool. Uh, I don't know. I, I well, it's, it is apparently it is going to be four playable characters again. Yep, uh, all new. So these are all new people. Um, someone called Salvador, which is a large man, a large man nicknamed Gunzerker, who resembles Brick from the first game in abilities, but can also dual wield any combination of guns. Uh, the second character is a siren again named Maya, similar to Lilith from the first game, but with unknown abilities. The remaining two have yet to be revealed, so that's all we know. Mysterious. Mm, yeah. And all the characters from the first game return, but as non-player characters. So they're all in the game, uh, but as non-playable. And there's Claptrap will obviously return to wage you during your quest, so yeah, Claptrap is back. Well, there you go. So that looks kind of cool. Um, yeah. Next, this this one I'm I'm quite interested in a lot, and I don't know whether either of you have heard of this. Dishonored. Have you heard about it? No. This this looks kind of cool. If it, if it if it turns out to be what they're saying it's going to be, then it's going to be cool. Um, but it's it the whole of the game is based around it, you know everything you do in the game supposedly will have an effect on what happens in the game. I've heard that before. And we've heard it a lot of times. But what he's saying is, for instance, he said in the game, like the example the game director gave is, or the, you know, the, the person making it said, was, say you come across in the game somebody being mugged uh, by two guys or whatever, right? And you, and you fight those two guys, and, you know, that was happening even when you couldn't see it happening, Right. Yeah. So that's happening even though you've not seen it. <clears throat> even so. if you're not there. Even if you're not there, it's happening. You know? 
Now, what he, yeah, it's going to, but what he's saying is if you came across those two guys five minutes earlier in the game before they got to that point, and then you sort of, you know, fought with them there, then that person wouldn't get mugged. So it's, they're, they're trying to, got obviously all these algorithms going that are sort of, the AI is doing stuff even if you're not seeing it happening, and it's, it's, got, it's almost got its own little universe going on inside the game with stuff happening all the time. But you just What's the, What is the game? The first person show? I think this could be one to watch, definitely. You know, I think it could be a game that we just, again, won't see coming, but sort of might turn out to be really, really good. There's, I, I think there's a few of those this year. And, and again, it's a new franchise, which is nice to see. I think what you tend to get, or what I see, feel like, we get a sort of year where it's tons and tons, and there is some sequels this year. Uh, but then, sort of every now and again, we get a, like a new IP in the in the years in between all the sequel. But it's it's Arcane Studios who are making it, right? And and they did made they made a few. They did again. They were design assistant on Bioshock Two. They did Dark Messiah, Might and Magic, which wasn't mega, you know, but it was sort of okay, you know. So I think I think it's got chances. Oh, it's first person, by the way. Sorry, it's a first person stealth action game, is how they're describing it. And it's Bethesda Softworks again who are publishing. But that doesn't mean anything because they have released some pretty poor games. And the guy who's making it worked on Deus Ex and Thief Deadly Shadows. Well, so, it's a good track record. It is. It is. So I, I, I think this has got a, a real good chance. The only worrying thing is that he, he, they also made Black Sight Area 51, or he did. Ooh. And that, that game was pretty pretty poor. But he did the original Deus Ex, so he, he worked on that. So And Thief Deadly Shadows, which is obviously really, really So is this going to be a Deus Ex, or is this going to be a <laughs> Area 51? I'm hoping it's going to be a Deus Ex. But again, the bold claims, all these claims about it sort of going on while no one's looking and all that yeah. sort of stuff. They, we've, we've heard a lot. We've but, heard that before. It sounds but, a bit Peter Molyneux-ish but to the me. Other, but the other thing I always think about when someone makes a claim like that, how much would that make a difference in the game? Because if you're not seeing it happening anyway, you would never know it had happened, would you? Do you understand yeah. what I mean? It sort of it doesn't have that much, because all you're seeing in a video game is what's in front of you at the time you're playing it. You're not, you know, you, you wouldn't know that it would have it, unless you played it through a second time, and obviously it was completely different, which is what I guess we're looking at here, is like every playthrough is totally different to the last one. You know, because nothing's going to ever happen in the same way twice during the game. So I'll be interested to see how true that is. Well, yeah, I'll play it through 45 times in order to test that. Yeah, exactly. But if it's that much fun to play, maybe you will play more than once. Who knows? Who knows? It's kind of pathetic to play such a big game more than once. Yes, yeah. it is. Get a it lot. Is. It is. Uh, now, the ones beyond... <laughs> this, that's, that's also the 2nd of the 9th as well. So that's uh, 2nd of September, that one's coming out. Uh, but beyond this one, these we've no dates for any of these, but they're supposedly coming out this year. They are supposedly coming out this year, so... I guess we'll have to wait and see. But the first of those is Tomb Raider, uh, which I think looks great. You know, we haven't seen a lot about it, you know, apart from the three stuff this year. But I've already ranted about this. Yep. I won't yep. myself, but whatever. I mean, you know, it'll probably be a good game. So I think it's going to be kind of cool. He doesn't like the fact that she sounds all pathetic and womanly. Yes. Yeah, but she toughens up as the game. She'll toughen She's up. She's made into a weak, feeble child. Yeah, but only I think that's only... break never would have been. That's all I'm saying. Moving I, on. I think that's only at the beginning. I think she'll toughen up. She'll toughen up. Uh, Metro Last Light. You've you've highlighted this one, Duke. Yeah, I mean, you know, Metro. I don't think this one's based on a game on a book, so I'm not as excited. But you know, the first Metro 2033, that was a good game. So 
Yeah, I, mean, you know, oh. I hope they do away with the you got to ration your oxygen stuff. But apart from that, eh, I'm in. Yeah, no, I am. I'm, I'm definitely in. I mean, this is, I like. I really like Metro 2033. It was one of my favorite first-person shooters mm-hmm. uh, of the year that I played it. So I think you know this is this is going to be. I think this is going to be cool. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, next one, you know. <sighs> I don't think this is any chance of coming. We've already talked about this, but there's no chance GTA 5 is coming out this year, I don't think. No. It's never happening. It's not happening. But um, we don't know very much about it apart from, you know, the setting and stuff. So, but, you know, it's going to be GTA, isn't it? So we'll wait and see what It's going to be awesome. It is going to be. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. But Again, I feel like I don't really get a good sense of what this game is going to be like. So in the same way that it would be useful to have a breakdown of the... Max Payne 3 trailer, I think it would be really good to be able to take the trailer for this and just look at look at it piece by piece and break it you down. You know what? If you went to that, if you go to Google, right, type in Veteran Gamers. No way. Really? And then... The, one, then, the release trailer for GTA 5. Exactly. Or you oh, can go on YouTube, YouTube type in uh, Veteran Gamers GTA. You'll, you'll get a, a, a trailer breakdown of it. It's fantastic. Yes. That's great. You'll also get another video where I worked really hard, but no one's really mentioned it. So I know there is another one. Just saying. There were like ten people who said um, on the website that it was awesome. When nobody really mentioned it. By the way, I, I, have, say, I haven't had any gifts turned up my house yet. <laughs> Just saying. By the way, forgot. Get to over say, there, Bongo, naked. Forgot to say about Dishonored as well. Another another thing I, forgot, I forgot, just forgot to mention. Um, you can play the whole of the game without killing anybody. By the way, you can play the whole game without actually having what, to kill anybody. GTA Five. No, no, Dishonored, I forgot to mention it. Oh, bad. So on Dishonored, you can I play the whole game. It. Yeah, don't kill yeah. a single person. Uh-huh. No, GTA 5, you'll be killing everybody. That's what you do in GTA games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Um, now, Chinny, I'm, I'm interested in this next one for you, because you, you've put these next two in very dark colours, and I, I well, didn't, wouldn't have expected one of them to be in that colour. But, yeah, Assassin's Creed 3, you've got this as a dark colour. Yeah. Because yeah. this will be the one that I finally think where the story will move, you know. Yeah, I guess. Do. And <clears throat> well, like they learnt their lesson after Assassin's Creed One, they they improved it so much. I think they've got away with the formula a little bit too long now. Um, and you know, it's it's still I enjoy Revelation still. I've got to a part where I've actually, it's actually turned into you know more brotherhood, which is fine. But with Assassin's Creed Three. They have to step it up because it's three. They have to change it. They have well, to there's going to be new, new setting, isn't it? New, new setting, new, new characters. Character. That's the rule. So I'm excited. That'll get me excited again. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I'll be, you know, hopefully you know, the story will move along. I was talking about this to someone at Wednesday, and he was, uh, he, he, he plays video games, but he's not, like, really into video games, if you know what I mean. He plays them. Yeah. And he said, oh, yeah, my, my girlfriend bought me Assassin's Creed Revelations, you know, for Christmas. I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling it, you know, it's all right. But I said, but, you know, Assassin's Creed 3 might be good. And he's like, well, isn't this the, like, how many's it been? One, two, three. Isn't this the fourth one? So is that not the fifth one? I'm like, no, Assassin's Creed 3. Well, how can that be three if this is the fourth game I'm playing now? <laughs> so he could, he so technically, be- <laughs> I suppose, it is Assassin's Creed 5. But- it is. But we know it's not going to be called that because it's yeah. it's sort of they were sort of offshoots, if you will, I'd in the so, in the yeah. same universe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, I don't know. I'll I'll reserve judgment. I think and wait. Uh, Halo Four. Do you think it's going to be great? This you think it's going to be good? You think it's going to be good. Um, yeah, 
I'm a big Halo fan. I'm 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 quite uh, glad that it's been handed to a different studio. To be honest, I think there should be a rule, right, where you make three games of something, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you you have to hand it to somebody else. Yeah, I can see that. Imagine that. All right, you, yeah. you make three of a game. Three is usually the number where things drop off, right? Yep. And then go, we can't make any more. A different studio has to make it. I know that would never, ever happen. Yeah, but that, right? that didn't happen with Halo, though, did it? No, but <laughs> wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be cool, though? Like, if the, or Uncharted, they've done that now. Um, we have to hand it to somebody else. Somebody else has to do Uncharted now. Yeah, but right? don't, don't you think there's always, you run the risk of whoever takes it on doesn't do a good job of it? Of course you do. Of course you oh, do. But, do that. But, but at least it's out of the rut. I guess, but it could go worse rather than better, though. could go better, though. Well, it could do. It could do. I'm, I'm willing to roll those dice. Yeah, I'd say so. The only exception is GTA. No one else can touch GTA. <laughs> no one. Uh, that's funny. Nobody's allowed to. But I, I think that'd be cool, you know? And I, I, I'm quite glad, even though I know some of the team is, is the old Halo team, uh, that it's a different studio. It's a different group of people. Different atmosphere, different building, you know? We'll see. I'm, I'm quite excited to see how it turns out. I'll be disappointed if it's very much the same, to be honest. Yeah, but how can you make it any different? Because people have an expectation of Halo, don't they? Yeah. Well, that'll be the balancing act, is to give the, the diehard you know, fanboys what they want, but still give everyone else who's getting sick of it something new. Well, I think we'll somebody see. could do it. We'll see. Sorry, who's getting in? Do they have a decent track record? Uh, it's it, three, four. It's yeah. three, four, three industry. So the they, people who made the new Halo anniversary. So oh. what, they've came from. That's it's it. kind of like a bit of the Bungie team, right? Yeah. And Microsoft have set up a new studio called Three Four Three Industries from a bit of the Bungie team and a bit of new some new people in there as well. And yeah. they they are just concentrating on Halo. They are the Halo machine. Yeah. Um, yeah and I'm it's with Fra- you. Frank Frank O'Connor, who was kind of ahead at Bungie. He, uh, I think it's basically, if you're at Bungie and you're sick of working on Halo, stay at Bungie. If you want to carry on working at Halo, go to 343. So, I mean, you imagine, you've been working on Halo for 10 years. You probably yeah. want to tear your hair out, so people moved on. But I think some people do. Uh, the people who are working at 343 Industries love Halo. You know, they're there because they stayed there. So that's, that's kind of exciting. I think it's, I'm, I'm quite hopeful for Halo 4. Well, we'll see. We'll wait and see. Um, uh, the next one is a dark blue one from Duke. And I think, to be honest, I think this is going to be the last one for tonight because we, we are running short on time and we'll do the rest of these next week. Uh, but yeah, dark blue one for you, Duke. Go on, this oh, your oh, final one. Last Guardian. This is going to be oh. awesome. It could also be Vaporworks. It could, it could never happen. It might never happen. Well, whatever. We gotta be positive. It's like Tinkerbell. Everyone has to believe. Well, I know, I know. I'm, I'm trying to believe. I'm trying to ignore that it Try might hard. not come. I know, I know. In the hope that, if we don't look at it directly, it'll still happen. But we'll, <clears throat> we'll wait and see. I mean, we've been teased with this for a long time now, and that's the problem. You know, because it was announced a long time ago. Then it was supposed to be releasing last year. Then it didn't release last year, and we'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens. We'll see. But, all good things come to those who wait. 
It's true. All good things come to those who wait. Yeah. Right. Well, that is it for this week, and we will cover off some more next week because there's a lot of games on this list that we haven't even talked about. So there's a lot of games on here that we need to. Yeah, talk. stay tuned next time. Stay tuned next week for the rest of these games that are on here. Um, okay, at that point, uh, we do uh, need to do something we haven't done for a Hello, long darlings. time. Hello, darlings. For a long time. But Nick is back. He's back. The lizard Yay, is back. He's back. Uh, now, he isn't going to be as regular, a bit like if you've got constipation. I was just going to make a constipation joke. Hey, you see. Oh, jeez. <laughs> got there first. Uh, but, yeah, he's going to be giving us one every, he's going to, going to be giving us one every other week. That didn't Jesus, he is rubbing off on us, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Got to be careful what you say here, haven't you? Yeah, he's going to be giving us one every other week. So, uh, this is this week. So, here we go. Let's have a listen to that. Not so fast, nicotine. If you want to go up fast, take one of these. With my x-ray vision, I can see the harm cigarettes do inside people's bodies. That's why I never say yes to a cigarette. Hello, darlings. I'm a great, big, resolute old Hector. Ah, lizard. So we have oozed into another year, and 2011 has vanished like... Nocturnal emission stains in a washing machine, where all we have left is the memory of the dream that so caused us to spend our love in the embrace of the night. Oh god, off I go again. Hang on, veteran gamers, I have my uh, trusty metal tray with me. Oh, sorry! Ah, sorry! Right, okay. Um, back on track. Anyway, yes, it is... The New Year. So, Happy New Year, if you live in the West. And if you don't live in the West or observe some peculiar religious rite or don't necessarily decide to follow the Gregorian calendar, in which case, Happy Normal Day, which is rather like the unbirthdays from Alice in Wonderland, which is, therefore, pretentious and slightly literary. So, New Year's resolutions. So, it has to be said, I think, first and foremost, my primary New Year's resolution is going to be 720p. Oh, God. Sorry. Oh, sorry. No, but seriously, though, or at least as serious as I get, this year, I am going to lose 38 stone in weight probably run eight marathons consecutively. I plan to increase my salary by 17,000%. I plan to start smoking just so I can stop smoking. I plan to bend time and space so I can go back to the late 80s and enjoy my past again. And I plan to kill Simon Cowell and wear his skin as a codpiece. And maybe use bad language in a podcast because there's nothing quite as cathartic as saying the word fuck knowing that whoever might be listening in their car, maybe there's an old person listening who will cock their ear and wonder if I really did just use that word. Your use of language has altered since our arrival. It is currently laced with, shall I say, more colourful metaphors. 
double dumbass on you, and so forth. You mean the profanity? Yeah. That's simply the way they talk here. Nobody pays any attention to you unless you swear every other word. That being said, New Year's resolutions are a ridiculous, arbitrary thing enforced by companies to sell gym memberships and self-help books and wonderful Jamie Oliver-inspired diets as cooked by a fat-tongued, cockney, drop-faced freak. You know, you could also argue that if these changes are important to you, you don't need an arbitrary date to start doing it. You could start doing it right now. But as you'll be listening to this after the new year, then technically right now is um, New Year's resolution. So these are my right now resolutions. More importantly, what really matters here are my resolutions as a gamer, as a gaming human being, member of a community, and all-round mumbling twat. So my first resolution is partly to try and be a, a nicer member of my community, maybe even a more proactive member of my community, and not just drop off into the abyss for six months at a time. Although I did say I had some special assignments I was involved in in North Korea. I, I can't really discuss them, but needless to say, things are moving on quite nicely over there. This is more tied into the fact that I seem to have a, a peculiar predilection to avoid anything that involves online or multiplayer or co-op for reasons slightly unknown to me because being part of the veteran gamers community makes me realize that there are gamers out there that are wise and sagacious and intelligent and understand the basic tenets of respect and even some of them like fruit shortcake biscuits. I appreciate that by not really taking any of my games online I'm probably only really getting half of the experience cowering away in a solipsistic, single-player fuge of my own loneliness and tears, whilst eating Terry's chocolate orange in my underwear, and sitting on my hand until it goes numb, and giving myself a stranger wank. So in conclusion, once I've had a stranger wank and put myself into a bizarre kind of catatonic stupor, I plan to get on my PS3 and be a more sociable gamer, so if I have any of you good people on my PS3 friends lists, for the sake of the flying spaghetti monster, please kick my ass and get me online, otherwise I'll be hiding away in Skyrim and being an idiot. And then, when I do go online, I keep as silent as a Charlie Chaplin film and decide just to run around mutely, so my plan is to get out there in Battlefield 3 and get a conversation going about biscuits on the battlefield. Because that's one thing modern warfare needs, not Call of Duty, I mean contemporary warfare, is more conversation relating to biscuits and or Jaffa Cakes, which may be a cake or a biscuit, who knows. Secondly, why am I paying full price for my video games? Why am I funding capitalistic, greedy companies, high street entities whose names I will try and avoid mentioning? I certainly wouldn't want to play that game, and it would be well beneath my station to do so, and something involving HMV, uh, somehow. So, take that, implored for it, and doctors have it, and that word of course is patience, albeit spelled differently in one case. So, anyone out there, any of you marvellous, beautiful veteran gamers will be well aware of the concept of the Alan Tank Syndrome. New game comes out, hype turns us into gibbering baboons of desire. We buy new game online or similar. We then enjoy new game sitting on our shelf unplayed for a degree of time. At which point when we get round to playing new game, certainly as is in my case, new game could have been purchased for half the cost 
if not less, because things discount very quickly indeed in this modern day and age. Will I ever learn this lesson? I don't know. Some part of me is still the impetuous boy who rushed out when I was a younger lizard and spent £50 on Streets of Rage 2 in the Mega Drive, and then got bored of it in a week, um, because I'm fickle and stupid and had no friends to play it with. This, of course, ties into resolution number three, which is one that I'll probably look back on and laugh at in about two weeks' time, which, of course, is Alan Tang Syndrome. When I look at my pile of PS3 games alone, I want to weep salty tears. That's not including the pile of uh, PC adventure games and DS games and Amiga and Spectrum games by emulation, not to mention crazy real-world things like writing and books and exercise and self-improvement and finally getting into that size 8 Coco Chanel dress for the Versace fashion season. Buy a game, play a game, enjoy a game, reflect upon a game. Surely, if you're playing one game at a time with a kind of monogamy, that means you're focusing on it without pouring yourself round like butter over too much bread, as Bilbo Baggins said. But I know I probably won't do that one, so I'll just shut up and move along. Next up, when it comes to gaming, I've become narrow-minded. I've become scared of change, I've become scared of things I don't understand, I've missed the paradigms as they swoop by me like some kind of scudding cloud, which means that I need to broaden the horizons and the genres of the game I play. My gaming palette primarily consists of RPGs, retro strategy, and adventure games, which means that action games as a rule some puzzle games, even online shooters and racing games and flight games, all of these things have been completely put to one side because I've never really played them and when I have I just never gave myself the time I need. Which means that with driving games for example I suffered some kind of bizarre premature ejaculation where I'd start and I'd immediately go off the path because I haven't bothered to learn about the car handling or the racing line or to get accustomed to the game at which point I would give up return the game, delete the demo, and go back to some game involving elves and a wooden axe of anus raping plus 14. And maybe even tying into this, perhaps the most dangerous resolution of them all. Something I've been putting off for a long time. Something I've been putting off since Civilization 2 is not playing a Civilization game. So veteran gamers, although I'm here having a renaissance, I'm about to go out and buy Civilization 5. It's something I wanted to do for a long time, something I've always avoided. It's a beautiful, enriching, deep and rewarding game experience. And it's something that my PC deserves. And it's something that I need to confront. I need to face up to whether this addiction will destroy me, or it's something that I can conquer and then become some sanctimonious prig who does an entire podcast piece boasting about how self-controlled they are whilst having tantric sex like Sting for 17 hours in a row because I'm so self-controlled. Welcome to Civilization Anonymous. They're your friends, your neighbors, your co-workers, and yes, they are hopelessly addicted. I thought I was able to handle the power. I've always been a kind and gentle person. But when I was finally able to split the atom, I built me a bomb, and I dropped it on every m- who got in my way. Anyway, my puddings of occasional mincemeat delight 
You can tell I'm back because, frankly, I've said nothing of any value whatsoever in the last 10 minutes, which means that, effectively, in terms of intellectual nutrition, this really has been like a McDonald's Happy Meal that's been masturbated into by a surly, acne-ridden, minimum-wage member of staff with a grudge against the world and a very bad Facebook account. And on that wonderful, organic mayonnaise note, as always, it is time to say... Service Lizard signing out. Be seeing you. I'm a big kind old Hector, but don't you push me too far. Excellent. So, New Year's resolutions. Hey. That's why, because we are in the new year, I guess. So that makes hey, sense. You guys make any resolutions this year? No, not really. No. no, I made a resolution this year. I'm gonna stop using arbitrary measures of time in order to trigger improvements in my life. So That's a clever well, way of saying. Not my resolution. Yeah, no, yeah. I've never, I've, I can't remember the last time I made a New Year's resolution. It's I can't. I can't admit. I thought oh, maybe I should stop being late for everything. Yeah, and then I just went. <laughs> You're mocking. Well, I'm. I'm gonna. I, I'm not that it's a, a New Year's resolution. But as gaming goes, I'm gonna stop trying to buy all the shiny games. So I'm a bit like Surface Lizard, really. Yeah, that's really. not last. Who are you lying to? I know. I know. <laughs> but I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna do my best. Yeah. I suppose it's good to give it a try than not, but... Uh. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But yes, um, we need to move on because we have got some emails. Well, we should also say thank you to Surface Lizard. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yes. Oh, yeah, thanks, Surface Lizard. Yeah, it was very good, as always. I can see why he left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay, that was Surface Lizard. Now, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to. Whoa, that ruled. That ruled. Now, now I've got to say, right, we're going to do these out of sort of date order because I have sent one to Duke and I thought it was rather apt uh, that he read this one out because he's not in on the on the uh, the emails that we get to the show because he, he can't be bothered looking at them. That's so, right. So I just send him ones that I think are appropriate for him. So this one's for you. So you start off with this one. Off you go. All right. I'm going to read it in a very energetic style. Hey guys, love the podcast. I live near Duke's Neck of the Woods in Lake County, Illinois, and I listen to veteran gamers almost every day on my 20-minute drive to and from work. It takes me a few trips to get through an episode, but that just makes it that much better. When I first started listening to the show, it was just to hear Surface Lizard's bitch. What? Just a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. 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 Stop the podcast. What the hell? (laughs) That's what he just did. Now that Surface Lizard's finished. I know. So what, what this guy said, originally just listened to that bit and not the rest of the show. I want to know how he found out about it. Like, hey, dude, there's this guy, all right? Listen, do you like hearing people talk in a really dry, acerbic manner for like 10 minutes and not really changing their pitch much? Yeah. Well, then download Veteran Gamers. Anyway, Weird. continue <laughs> I really enjoy Chinny's. So now I'm hooked. I really enjoy Chinny's dry sense of humor, Duke's rantings, and Stu's lovely accent. I'm an aspiring filmmaker fresh out of college, so of course I work at Target, which is like Tesco for you UK blokes. <laughs> I have a weekly YouTube comedy show, and I was wondering if Duke would ever consider guest starring. Duke, if you're interested, send me an email. Oh, okay, man. I have a confession. 
I guess I should play the confession sound finally. And by the way, I will be sending you an email. Yes, I'd totally love to be on that. Ah, I want to be on it. Come on. I love totally video funny. games. Keeping up with them online and on your podcast, but I own a Mac with just a few measly old games on it, and the newest console I own is a PS1. My brothers own a game. <laughs> I hardly ever play it, and I've never even touched an Xbox 360 or a PS3. Worse, I emulate old Nintendo games on my Mac, which I know is technically illegal. Most of my <laughs> gaming experience is watching play new games and YouTube videos. I'd love to go out and buy an Xbox, but most of the time I'm dead broke. I know I am a disgrace to gamers. What should I do? 16 man, youtube.com slash probably okay. Do you know yeah. what? I do own an N64, and I beat the Ocarina of Time while dead sick, lying on my side in bed. Is this a bit of redeeming? Do you know what I think is interesting about that, right? It's that, okay, I've got a confession, I love you, I only own a PS1. But my brother's got a GameCube, like, that's more modern, you know? It's, like, it's okay, though, my brother's got a GameCube. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, like... It's not. We can't get mad at the guy for not no. having to buy a PS3 or. No, but he's funny though. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> um, haha, you don't have the money for a new content. <laughs> oh, I'll, but, have to, uh, I'll send him some of those ten pound notes I keep burning on the fire. <laughs> the games on the PS1, man. That's where Final Fantasy VII was. That is true. <laughs> oh god, I mean, I'll chip in and buy this guy at 360. Yeah, Surface Lizard, you're, yeah. you're buying one. Yeah, Chini does all right now. You do all right. You can get him one, can't you? I make videos. He, yeah. he wants to make videos. Yeah, you do all right. I'll get you one it. if you put me in one of your videos, Chini says. <laughs> make it. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm going to read this next one out because it's it sort of telling us off a little bit. Well, telling me off and Chini as he goes. <laughs> yeah. Telling me off. Anyway, he says, hi, chaps. First up, I hope you all had a happy Christmas and are looking forward to the video gaming delights of 2012. I very rarely write emails outside of work as social media seems to go the way to get a point across, but I was compelled to send this email in the hope you would read it out on the show like we wouldn't. I mean, we read every email we get eventually. Might take a while, but we do read them all. We do read them. We do. Uh, I take great umbrage. Yeah, that is a real word. Over the way Chinny and the daddy casually got their facts wrong... All over F-Zero. F-Zero Maximum Velocity is one of the free games from Nintendo for their ambassadors or people who were suckered into buying one at launch. Granted, it's not one of the strongest games in the franchise, but they describe the franchise as a car type of game thing or light wipeout in a car had me spitting out my coffee. Really? F-Zero was one of the flagship games at launch for the SNES and was out there before wipeout. Secondly... It showcased the SNES's Mode 7 mode, which gave pseudo 3D graphical capabilities and were at the time a leap ahead of anything offered by home computing or consoles. You can't just brush aside one of the most iconic of the games from the 90s. I suggest you play F-Zero 64. Or even better, grab a copy of F-Zero GX on the GameCube and plunk in that Wii of yours and give it a bash. Then try describing it as a cart game type of thing. Rant over. Stay cool and stay podcasting. So there you go. Um, F Zero, right? Now I played F Zero. I played all the F Zeros on the SNES. On the uh, actually, no, I tell a lie. I didn't play the N sixty four SNES and the GameCube one, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the GameCube one, there's there's a level on it where it was just basically a big wheel, right? 
and the aim of it was to knock all 30 other racers off the edges, right? And you could either, like, swing to the right, swing to the left, or do the spinny move. And I did it so much. I played this so so often that I got it to nine seconds. I could kill all 30 enemies in nine seconds. And I was convinced that the internet was around, but I didn't think then. And I was convinced that was a world record. It was like mm. nine seconds. Now, you see, off. now, interestingly, I did say, I'd sent him an email by saying, look, I've never owned a Nintendo console until I got a Wii. So I, I'm sure I can be forgiven. But Ginny, he, he knows, he had all those. He should know better than I do, you know. It's, so. a, it's, a, it's an all right game. It, it was definitely like, the, the big gimmick of it really was because there's so many races, so many like cars on the track at once. And I remember just looking at it going, wow, there's so many at once on this track. It's crazy, like. You never used to see that many cars on the track that much, and it was so fast. And yeah, it was it was good. It was good. Now we are going to stop emails at that point. Email. Uh, we have got more. We have got more. So I do apologise if we haven't read yours out this week. Uh, maybe we'll read them later. But we will read them next week. But we are running out of time, and I know we've just had a massive show, so I don't want to do two. That's nearly three hours long. So it's massive, man. It was massive. Well, it were over three hours, three and a half hours. It was huge. It was a huge show. Uh, so we need to try and keep this one at a reasonable length so we do have to stop at this point but we will get to them next week because we've yeah. got a few more to read keep out sending them we'll read them out eventually yeah we will do right. eventually um, okay at this point uh, we need to uh, get wrapped up now we have got some iTunes reviews shall we do those first get them out of the way I'd say so so do you oh. want to do the, the first oh. one oh. iTunes reviews do you want to do the first one in the UK please please damn please. that ain't getting old yeah oh. UK. <laughs> it is still pretty funny. Um, I can't find this. Ah, oh, there it is. Right. So, iTunes review, nice and short. We got an iTunes review from Wimpo D. He titles it as "Brilliant Listening." Five stars. Oh wait, I reviewed the wrong thing. Bye. Now he said, "Best podcast on the worldwide internet." Duke's perfectly toned brackets yet yeah, and suitably random sound bites. Uh, are a joy to hear. Great yeah, games and, times. and great chats. I so just thanks. fell on my bottom into some butterscotch. Thanks a lot, Wimpo D. Yeah, thank you for that. The place um, to be, Wimpo D. Wimpo D. And Duke, you've got one in America. Yay! Oh, yeah! Sorry, where is it? <laughs> I really love this podcast. By William Pollock. <laughs> this is <laughs> a rubbish fun. That's horrible. All that right. is horrible. But I'm sick of doing the same, like, awesome voice. All right. This podcast is appointment listening for me each week. I enjoy these three guys and their individual contributions tremendously and very much enjoy how well they riff off each other because they are friends. Uh, no, we're not. Uh, no, no. We're so well. Also, making the effort to have set pieces on the show, quizzes, reviews, etc., I remember when we used to do quizzes. I know. Anyway, we do them occasionally. He's entertaining without allowing conversation to ever tail off to an awkward mm, silence. silence. Uh... Like so many other podcasts, including ones for gaming magazines, tend to do. Very professionally done, and it makes, me, it makes for wonderfully enjoyable listening for two-plus hours. I really respect the effort they must give to be clever and witty for that length of time. <laughs> no effort at all. <laughs> It's so easy for us uh, to be clever and witty. It's just like taking yeah, a dump for us. It is. Just, 
It is. Actually, that can be very tricky sometimes. You got to be like, have you ever done the thing where, so, you know, you need a chopstick just to sort of oh, prize it out of your bum hole? No. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just say you Yeah, we got your clever winningness right here, Pete. <laughs> If you're after a clever, witty podcast... You've come to the right yeah. place. That's <laughs> right. The gamer scene. It's true, though. When, when the podcast finishes, we, we don't... We, we stop being witty. Yeah, we do. That's, Definitely. That, that's, that's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually, you know what? We did have a pretty clever and witty song recently. I mean, we can play... Very clever. Oh, very see, it's funny. It's funny. Subtle. Uh, wait, subtle. It's subtle. really a huge accomplishment, especially when one considers uh, that this is their avocation and is done in addition to regular jobs. Mine is a pretty irregular job. And families and daily responsibilities. Cheers to what feels like my mates from deep in the heart of Texas. Listen to this. So thank you, William Pollock. We appreciate that. Yeah, thank you very much. Great. We lied I off. should have read the end first so that I could read it in an accent like this. That would have been great! Yeah! Like I'm then we would have lost a listener. That would be, I just can't live without passion. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four. Oh my One, two, three, god, Almighty! Help me! Uh, Help me! Sorry, I remember. Well, thank you, Barry. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> uh, brilliant! <laughs> Classic. There you go. Podcast yeah. gone right. There's, there. there's your clever and witty. I know. Oh, who'd have known? Um, let's do some shout-outs. Get the hell out of here. So, coming to you first, Mr. Ch. Yeah. There you go. I'll share it. GH Rocker. He said ah. to me that he tried to quit swearing for an hour, but he didn't work. Yeah, well, the worst. He swears all the time. He's a potty mouth. So, you know, what can you yeah. do? At least he tried for a... I think a shout-out to John Mouse uh, and the Play Vault yeah. people. We're, they're friends of ours. And, he apologised uh, this week, by the way. Did you hear him? Have you heard it yet this week? No, I haven't heard this yeah, week. Yeah, he apologised uh, to you for stealing the story, story, story time. All oh, right. Well, yeah. He yeah. didn't steal well, the exact same song. No, it's similar. No, well, that, well at, at least the bricks that I put through his window didn't go to waste. That's right. <laughs> there you go. You know. Um, so, shout out to him. I, you know, I enjoy his show now. And, uh, now. <laughs> <gasps> that sounds uh, terrible. What, you mean you didn't before? What's going on? Maybe there was somebody on the show before I didn't like. <laughs> If you did that, I said maybe. Oh, I said maybe. Oh, you did. You did. I said maybe though. I said maybe. Great show there though. I enjoy it. (laughs) So good. Oh my god. Anyway, carry on. What are you going to do? Um. Right. So you know, I'll share it uh, to to John Mouse and uh, the other people on 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 their podcast. Uh, Jonesy and uh, Curtis. Is it? That's yeah, right. This, that is correct. I don't know them personally, but they, they sound like a good bunch of lads and they have a lot of fun. They, they sound like they podcasted with a massive smile on their face. Do you know, and Curtis quite... is really young, you know. He's about 17, 18. He's not I, I can believe it, right? But yeah. they, they sound like they're podcasting. Like, you know how young couples are in love and, oh. they, oh. and they, like, they, they're all, they just can't wait to be with each other and they're, they're all happy all the time? Don't worry, John. That phase of the podcasting goes very quickly. Yeah, it doesn't last. And, no, and we, we we just podcast with miserable faces now. Yeah, we do. So um, just embrace it while you Shut can. up and get on with the rest of your... I know, for God's sake, you're going to finish your shout-out or what? Yes, 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 dear. Uh, <laughs> Take out the garbage! Uh, and uh, that's me done. There you go. 
yeah, Duke, go. I don't have any shout outs. <laughs> Just <laughs> kidding. Ah. Uh, ah. Juice Case Lot 3. That's the person's screen name. I don't know. Uh, likes the sound on the podcast and damn CFC for life also likes the podcast. I must have gotten messages from them and I don't know. I just wrote them down here. So anyway, thank you. Those of you who were listening. Um, oh, I, I forgot. Oh, my note. Resistance oh. Three. a little bit of resistance three. It's pretty good. Um, oh. yeah. And I'll talk about it next week. Yeah, I'll talk about um, it next week. Yeah, Major Chavez, uh, thanks for, and DeSaint for helping me out with uh, Full House Poker, especially DeSaint who gave me all that money. So, cha-ching! Skullduggar sent me a voice message, but I don't remember what he said in it, so whatever. Um, Maverick (laughs) F20 sent me a message being like, a thousand gamer points on Skyrim, what the hell? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm off. And it happens when you play for nearly 200 hours. Yeah. Dave150771 gave me the idea for this week's play date, and I'll get to that in just a second. Um, oh, you mean you're going to have one this week, then, are you? Yes, I forgot. Well, actually, I had a great too many papers last week, too, so just whatever. Um, but Step J uh, wrote in to say, great live show, Duke, three hours, 36 minutes. You must have been shattered by the end of it. And I was like, yeah, but you know what? Stu and Chinny were, must have been up till I was going to say, what about the rest of us? You're yeah. in a really normal time <laughs> no, zone for you. Gee, I was really tired. You guys, whatever. You can. <laughs> I know, yeah. Look. Yeah, so, geez, I had work I, uh, the next I day. I did some research <laughs> on what is the longest podcast ever made. <laughs> well, didn't the... Play Vault do one that was like eight hours? I did some research. The world record breaking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I thought one. maybe we could I'll have a go this. Right, at, at the world record of, of how long it is. And oh, then that's I what people at, always think. Like, I can have a go at that record. And then you look at what it is. And, you're like, oh and my then God. I looked at what it was. And I thought, maybe not. Wow, long uh, is it? The record is 74 hours. <sighs> That'd be a they long time. The whole time. Or do they do like shifts? Yes. They do shifts. I think they must do shifts. Well, I think he did uh, recently, didn't he? Chris Moyles broke the longest radio show, didn't he? Did it for Comic Relief. I think that was a similar amount of time. So it's more than three days. Yeah, that's a long time. So I think you have to... What's there to talk about for that long? God knows. (laughs) So how was your morning? Oh, you mean right before I came on here? (laughs) (laughs) I I reckon we could do... Four or five hours at a push. We're never going to try. So but that would be it. We would never get longer than that. We could probably do four or five. I think the only thing at a push, you could play a game and one could commentate. <laughs> yeah. That would be funny. That you know, that would kill about three or four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would be funny. That's a long time. Anyway, no, those are we're not doing it. People, people are going to be we're not doing it. Do it. We're definitely we'll not doing it. it. Three hours thirty six is way too long as it was. Oh, and Denver J is our latest member on the site. So yay! Thanks for joining Denver J. The last dinosaur. The next play date is going to be Sunday, the 15th of January. And we're going to be playing Full House Poker. Yay! Check it out, people. I'll buy it then. You'll like it. It's fun. Yeah. Eh. Sounds a bit too serious. We play AAA titles $60. I don't have to buy that. Yeah. Yeah. You expect people to buy those, but... Mm, How much is it? How much is it? Game, I think it's 800, isn't it? 800 points? Jeez. What? How much? How much? God, lovers. That's a lot of money. What? Whatever, Mr. I buy everything. <laughs> I don't buy a lot of everything. money for you, Stu. 
Yeah, Otherwise, really, it'd be like Mrs. Right? Rebus and have a house full of stuff. It was on special. You should have bought it when it was on special. I know. I, I'm not bothered about poker, really. Well, now you're going to be missing out. Yeah. Nah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I only have one main shout out, really. And that's to the person who supplied us with our list, really. Our, our mystery <laughs> person who supplied us with our list. Uh, thank you very much for that. Um,. And also, somebody else has offered to play Dead Island with me, so shout out to them, but they're a bit of a mystery person as well, so... Mystery. I know. I know. Thanks, I They know who they are. And yes. I Pete tweeted that he was he was going to listen to the live show, but like not listen to himself, and then he did anyway, and he said it was all yeah. right. So it yeah. wasn't that bad. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. And it was, it was good. Everyone's good. Right. So thanks, oh, thanks again to everyone who came on. And uh, thanks to all the listeners. There you go. Yay. And thanks to all the listeners out there. So, And, and thanks to everyone who supports us and sends us emails and all that kind this of stuff. This is for all the ladies out there. For all the ladies. Um, and I guess that's sort of it, really. So we do need to get the hell out of here. So, yeah, see you later. There you go. Thanks yeah, for yeah. listening, everybody. Peace. Bye, Chad. Well, go. Oh, Jamma Fool. Jamma Fool. Oh, yeah, Jamma Fool. That's love. If you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out. Which is called oh, I see what you're doing there. And on there, you <laughs> yeah. find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts. But they don't talk over this. Into ours, but yeah, exactly. The way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about too RPGs. Too many. Some people say. Yeah, too many, man. You are the legendary Godzilla. It's a you know great forums. So check it out. <laughs> <laughs> your podcast discovery. Uh, <laughs> Did you make Stu giggle for like half an hour by playing fart noises? It's like on The Simpsons when Homer gets Bart that little thing. It's like kiss my kiss my butt, go to hell. Homer Bart's like, I promise you, Dad, I will never get tired of this. Game. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry, right? But farts are funny. I don't care what you say; they're funny. They're funny for about five seconds. Well, that's all he needs to be. Come on, yeah, keep, for, keep playing, you know, man. The Simpsons very rarely do fart jokes. Have you noticed It's this? true. Yeah, they're missing the out there, the only, time, <laughs> the only time that I saw the Simpsons do a fart joke is when uh, Harmer's in the recording studio at some point and like, Lenny and Carl are coming and he's got Lenny equals white and Carl <laughs> equals black written on his hand. And then the, 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 the DJ collapses or something. And he's like, oh no, there's still a sign of life. And he plays a fart noise. fart noises. Yeah, that's oh. the only time I think I've, I've heard a fart. On this yeah, that was a good episode. That was when uh, Mr. Burns was trying to be a nice guy. Look, there's nothing as funny as Dumb and Dumber, where he does a huge diarrhea poo in the toilet, right? And then <laughs> that realizes. Was funny, but that wasn't the funniest part of that movie by a long shot. That was dude. funny, though, when he realizes there's no paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny. That's funny. Whatever. Hey, all right, guys, you've got to watch the trailer for this movie. What movie? I just put it in. Look, there's still people listening, and that doesn't mean nothing to them. You're still recording this? Of course I am. What the hell are you saying? I'm just watching it. Just leave it recorded and watch the fucking thing. What's what's, What's the movie? What is it?
I'm not going to tell you. Oh, I'm watching God, it now. For God's sake. You're going on silent. I'm watching it now. I'm going to comment. All right, it. all right. I'm going to stop now. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>